Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Tiny Mike Talks podcast with your host, Lavish Jules. That's me. And today is another day of Podmas. And I have a very special guest with me, the one and only Emerald Monet. So she is a beauty vlogger slash influencer that you can follow on Instagram. I'll let her plug those in later. But obviously she's a black creator that I love. And funny enough, I just, <laughs> I kind of just met her by following her on Instagram and then on YouTube and just watching all of her content and engaging with it because I know like that's how Instagram works to like not just engage and like like things, but also like save them and comment whenever you can. And her her YouTube stuff is so funny and very relatable and <clears throat> very inspiring to me. So if you like any sort of vloggers, really, especially ones that are down to earth, especially ones that don't make videos that are 30 to two hours long, <laughs> like her videos are usually between like eight minutes to maybe like 15 to 20 minutes at most, which I love. And I decided to have her on for my Podmas because she is doing Vlogmas over on YouTube. So definitely when you're done listening to this, go check that out. But without further ado, I'm getting into this episode. Another day of Podmas with a special guest. I hope y'all enjoy. Let's go. And now a brief affirmation. Think about the best parts of your life while you're waiting for something. And that's a good one for this holiday season. Everyone's anticipating gifts and experiences. This year, we can't do nearly as much of that. Either it be to not being able to go visit family far away for their safety and our our own, or not being able to afford either the big name gifts or just as many gifts as you you would like. Without, (laughs) well, I'm not sure what you would do if you are out of work or solely uh, relying on unemployment because that's very difficult. So think about all the things that you do have, all the times that you have had together and what you can do to enjoy the time with the people closest to you, be it whether it be, you know, online or on the phone or even your neighbors close by. Take in all the things around you and find happiness in the little moments. Hello. Hi, finally. Yeah, finally. <laughs> we figured it out. We, we got trying. there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, got, we got there eventually. That's all that matters. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, okay, so are you ready to start? You got some water? Yeah, I do. Okay, great. Let me take a sip real quick. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to another day of Podmas on the Tiny Mike Talks with your host, Lavish Jules. And today I have a very special guest, Emerald Monet. Yay, woo! Yay. <laughs> hello, hello. Whoa. So Emerald Monet is a YouTuber, vlogger, influencer, and can I call you a makeup guru? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> she, she just looks gorgeous and beautiful in all of her videos. Thank you. Yeah. So how are you doing today? <laughs> 
Um, besides our technical difficulties, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm doing okay. Um, you know, Mother Nature popped up on me yesterday, so my oh, uterus is falling out. Oh my god, I hope not literally, <laughs> but I understand that entirely. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, just dealing with that. Otherwise, I'm pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I totally feel that, because that happened to me too. I was like, I think I, I thought I finished like last week, and I was like, awesome, cool. And then the other day, I was just like, you thought wrong. And I was like, what is what? <laughs> yeah, see, mine always comes at the most convenient time. So it popped up on me yesterday, right before I was in a fashion show. Oh, my God. Like, cool, thanks. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> just, the, just the best timing. Wow. Exactly. Always. Well, I hope you weren't wearing white unders at all. I actually was. Oh, my God. I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> exactly I was like yep perfect this is this great, is great. <laughs> I'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> I'm sorry I'm just like thinking about that, at that now because that's happened to me before and I'm like oh my god and it was a skirt it was like the worst oh. but I pushed through I persevered I just made sure I like doubled up on my protection mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> was it a loose skirt or was it like a tight fitting like it was a, a loose skirt oh, okay that's good at least yeah I've like had that on show days so I know I, I feel like you're probably aware of this I don't know if you do know but I'm a burlesque performer as well as a drag performer yeah. and that freaking happens so I I, I yeah I watched some of your videos oh thank you <laughs> I'm like I'm always um now because that's happened to me before like right on show day like <laughs> so I always make sure I have like protection underwear like double like I'll have right I am always not like a pulp I'm always like shocked well only just because like I think about like I don't know maybe it's just because this is a little TMI but I have like a chunky monkey so I'm just like something's gonna fly out and I don't want that to happen <laughs> so just make sure I have to like, yeah I literally <laughs> like, was them. like I have to channel my inner Beyonce today I was like I'm sure Beyonce wakes up some days and has to like perform on her period <laughs> so I was like you know what I'm gonna just channel my inner Beyonce and push through yeah and she's not doing that um I guess people say that Rihanna does it. I haven't seen her in concert, but she'll like dance the two songs and the rest she's just like hanging around, just like sitting and stuff. And I'm like, I mean, it's her concert. She can do what she wants, but I mean, I guess. Right, exactly. It's easier for her to deal with that type of stuff. Like Beyonce is up there dancing and singing her ass mm-hmm. off. <laughs> so I'm serving an entire, entire show. Oh my goodness. Exactly. Uh, I love it. It, it's so funny. I know like, like both of my moms, like I have a work mom and then like a biological mom, and neither of them, t- both of them tell me that they don't like Beyonce, and I'm like, okay, well, Beyonce maybe just isn't for you, and that's okay. But- right. It's like you know, I I'm not a like I'm not a part of the beehive mm-hmm. by any means. Yeah, I'm not a stand. But it's like, yeah, it's like you have to respect the woman's work ethic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I love what she does, and I love everything she puts out. And honestly, like as a one a young woman like myself it's definitely very inspiring to me mm-hmm. like trying to like reconnect with your heritage and know your worth and put that out there and like just be the baddest bitch you can without trying to run over other people which is like no girl I'm gonna do me so and like up exactly. other black women so I'm just like yes I love that and so yeah I, I would maybe it's just that both of my moms are too old to understand that or like I guess <laughs> I don't know but that's what it is and it's fine <laughs> right so this is podmas meets vlogmas i'm doing eight days of podcast every day up until i say up until christmas but i'm still gonna do it after christmas like 
uh, just for like celebrations for the new year and especially because I kind of have a lot of content, a lot of things to talk about. <laughs> right, gotta keep the momentum going. Yeah, exactly. So the <laughs> listeners are just going to get a lot of a lot of little extra gifts this year from me in the form of content. So that should be fun. So you are doing Vlogmas and you started that at the beginning of December or yeah. Oh my God. December 1st. Um, yes. Cool. 25 days straight. Girl. <laughs> uh, so I put in a preface. See, I'm stopping on Christmas. Yeah. This is my last day. I'm not- <laughs> You're like, that's it. I'm done clocking out. <laughs> I am done. I have a couple more videos to post before the end of the year after Vlogmas. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I'm going to take like probably a week off. Yeah. Smart. Smart. Yeah, that, that's what most <laughs> people are doing. They're like, this is going to be the last video until... um the new year so let us take a break okay yeah, I have a couple, <laughs> yeah i have a couple ideas well i have to do like a show review mm-hmm. and then i have um i'm gonna do a time capsule Ooh. video mm-hmm. to talk to myself my future self nice. i'm gonna put up at the end of the year but other than that i'm like listen <laughs> i <laughs> i do not want to even see the youtube logo yeah <laughs> i'm not even yeah so I guess that's another question that I have because I'm not sure. Are you a full time creator? I am. Oh, okay. I guess it makes more sense. I'm jealous. (laughs) Yes, I have been full time creating for about, well, I got serious, I would say, about it within like the last year and a half, Mm -hmm. but I like quit working my job two and a half years ago. Wow, okay. Wow. Yeah. So before I was just like doing like DoorDash and like trying to figure out everything. And that's when I started modeling. And then I kind of just, um, yeah, found my groove, I guess. Nice. I'm so happy for you. And I feel like I'm also happy for me because I get all this glorious content from you. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and also like your, you, your content is very much something that I'm drawn to. Cause I think, I don't know if it was like recommended to me, probably. But I, oh, actually, yeah, it was recommended to me because I followed you on Instagram first, and then mm-hmm. I don't know if I saw it because I definitely saw like your um your beauty vlo- uh, blogger, mm-hmm. your budget one, which is really cute, and I love that. Uh, so I was like, oh, wait a minute, this name is familiar. Are we friends on Instagram? And I was like, oh yeah, we are. <laughs> and yeah, I really like all your videos because you do like a variety of things, and I I don't know, like I've seen lots of actually not lots of vlogs because most of them are boring because there's like a day in my life and I'm like but who are you what are you going to be talking about right. it's just like I don't care and it's I, I'm sure you, you you notice this it's a lot of times just like white people in their giant fucking houses with like nothing really going on and I'm just like I do not right or going to target yeah and I'm like, I don't care <laughs> I don't care <laughs> that is a fact and you know what's funny it's funny that you say um, because I do a lot of different stuff. You like that? Mm-hmm. I've I've actually found that I need I need to niche down because what I am like literally all over the place, and it's hard for me to find a like consistent fan base. I guess mm-hmm. because I don't have a niche. So it's like you know people come there for makeup, or they might come for modeling, or they might come for vegetarian food, mm-hmm. or they might just come they think I'm funny. But it's like I don't have like a group of people who are just like, you know, there for one particular thing, I guess. And I feel like, well, I already said in the new year, I'm going to try to, I'm going to still kind of be all over the place because that's me anyway. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm going to try to like present it in a more organized way, I guess. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I think I see it as pretty organized. Because uh, like, I was going to say this already, but like, you've really inspired me to be a more genuine creator because I feel like you're genuine with everything you put out there. And so like, you just like do what you love instead of conforming to like a single subject on YouTube. So it like really inspired me to not do that on my YouTube channel and, and for this podcast even, because people always ask me like, well, what's your one thing that you do? And I'm like, well, it's not just one thing. Cause it's just like my life. I have multiple hobbies. And I didn't think about that until my mom told me that. And she's like, no, you have a lot of hobbies, which is why you have a lot of stuff, but you're also good at most of those things. And the ones that make you money are the ones you really keep around, you know, and like that you want to get known for and you're doing great at that. So keep doing it. And I'm like, oh yeah. And I, I see this a lot of times on like, um, forums and like reddit and facebook on people who should like do youtube and whatnot and for content creation it's like oh you should stick to one thing and i'm like thinking about most of the youtubers and content creators that i follow like some of them do do one thing but a lot of them kind of branch out a lot like even my anime youtubers that i like they do video games and they do they do like anime but also um like manga and comics and then they talk about movies and then they talk about food because all of it that's the thing it, it depends on how it all relates you know and it comes back right. to something I'm like yeah that totally works and I don't know I, I'm trying to do the same thing because I didn't think about this until I started like writing scripts and like asking for guests for content and whatnot that a lot of my things all end up kind of being like one niche so I'm like oh I guess that kind of works because I love burlesque and drag and they're like cousins. So they're always like right next to each other. And then right. And there's nerd less that goes into both of those, which is putting in nerdy aspects from pop culture into that. And then pop culture goes into anime and movies. So like, and then that goes into cosplay, which just all lines up together. So it's like, well, right. <laughs> I can do so much with that. <laughs> so like the idea of like trying to stick to one thing for me was really difficult and yeah, so I, I would, I guess like, I don't, I don't want to give you advice, but like I would say to not like try to like pare down so much because my brain was going crazy trying to do that to myself. And I like people who are being genuine, like putting out a variety of content that speaks to them and is truly about them and their life and things like that. Because, and that's another thing, everything that you put out, I really relate to. Like, I don't do, I'm not like following your life. Like I not trying to like steal your life or anything like that, but like, <laughs> but like it goes in, you know, like it works. So, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely something I've been like struggling with, with finding out like what works on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I'm still going to be like, you know, I guess like showing all these different parts of me, mm -hmm. but I guess just the way that I, I feel like I'm going to do more vlogs versus like, okay, I'm going to sit down and do my makeup in front of the backdrop. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I think I'm going to just change how I present it mm -hmm. because like, I found like, okay, if I do do makeup videos, I'm just sitting down doing makeup, they get less views than like vlogs and stuff. So I still want to have all of the, things on there but I just have to change the way I'm presenting it to people I guess because like you said I have so many different sides of me and it's like so many things I'm interested in that it's like how do you just choose one thing and usually 
what's irritating about being a content creator is like the things that you really love and enjoy the most are usually not what like connects with your audience the most. Yeah. It's like you really have to create content for them. Yeah. I'm doing it all for the people. Also, if I sound weird, because I mean, a Christmas cookie, I'm sorry. <laughs> Disrespectful. I'm sorry. I'll do it later. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were telling me about your eggnog recipe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I still haven't tried any this month, even though it's on my bucket list. I'm scared. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> eggnog is delicious, but uh, so that's one of my questions. Though, like, are you still going meatless? Are you um still vegetarian? Yep, um, going on five years. Oh my god, congratulations! Yeah, <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> hey. yeah. I, I guess maybe I can say I'm proud of you in that respect because I have uh, quote unquote longer experience. I've been, been I've been a vegetarian for like 12 years now, mm. and I love eggnog and I've been drinking it for years. And just this past uh, weekend, I <laughs> was gonna have some at work because we will make uh, like eggnog lattes. <sighs> I just looked at the ingredients just to like double check, and there's gelatin in oh. that eggnog and I'm like oh so look out for prairie farms don't get that one <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, and silk used to it's like for the last couple of years I would always see silk's eggnog and I, I went to two grocery stores and I couldn't find it and I'm like are you serious I was like you know what that's I'm just gonna make my own because I can't find it and I'm done going to these grocery stores <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm over the grocery store at this point especially with the holiday being so close now everyone's mm-hmm out acting stupid everywhere so yeah like I don't like people normally and like people being <laughs> weird and like dumb around the holidays and all like all these Karens out here I don't need that no thank you exactly and it's just even worse now it's like yeah no I didn't do much Christmas shopping anyway but everything mm-hmm. that I ordered was online for people for the most part I'm like no <laughs> no <laughs> not dealing with it yeah. What made you want to do YouTube? Like start a YouTube channel? Like what made you want to be an influencer? Um, well, I've actually wanted to do YouTube for some years now and I just never had the like audacity to actually do it. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna I'm gonna wait. And mostly it was just like, you know, insecurity. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, you know, fear of what people had to say. And just also a lack of resources and time. Yeah. Um, just not having things to start with or, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, so when I finally just got the guts, I finally decided to go ahead and just do it. Um, my boyfriend actually kind of pushed me to, like, you need to just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> but he can be a very convincing person. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do it. Oh, well, yeah, I just started and just haven't stopped. That's good. Awesome. So I'm so happy for you, honestly, because I was the same way. Like, I think when I first started uploading just performance videos, I was like, I should do more on YouTube because I like YouTube. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And it was just like a long thinking process. And then I like was I made an update video and then I started doing unboxings because I was buying a bunch of stuff for burlesque anyways. I was like, I should do that. That's fun. And yeah. like ASMR, because my friends are like, yeah, unboxing and ASMR, they're huge right now. And this is like in 2017 or something. And I think ASMR still is, but I'm like, 
I've tried to do some and I might still release the content that I made, but I hate editing it. Like actually listening to some of the stuff. I'm like, oh my God, why do people listen to it? <laughs> right. <laughs> Those come up on my uh, explore sometime. And I, I sometimes I get drawn in. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. let me just listen a little. And then it's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little cringy for me, depending on what it is. Like some stuff, like, um, like, uh, like, Watching someone like run their hands through someone's hair and like hearing that a little bit—that's nice. But like, I don't know. Like, yeah, like when the they're ch- like crushing some stuff, it's just yeah. some weird stuff. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of awkward, yeah. Like watching someone eat stuff like real loudly. I'm like, uh, ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It like it, it makes for good um like meme content because it's just like a silent thing and someone's just like typing on a computer like crunching a pickle like I'm unbothered by all of this I'm just gonna eat my pickle and be fine right (laughs) (laughs) but like besides that I don't I don't know I guess it's not for me but it's still fun so you've been doing YouTube for five years now and what made you want to do oh no not YouTube no not not YouTube no vegetarian five years oh yeah I just started YouTube earlier this year actually oh yeah, that's because I put out videos every week. Um, mm-hmm. When I started, I was like, I'm gonna at least put up a video a week. So yeah, that's why I have <laughs> so much content. I started uploading in February. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> that that makes a lot of sense. Now I feel like I've been stalking you because I've definitely like been trying to like keep up on your videos. But then YouTube does that thing where it's like, oh, you like this creator? You're not gonna see any other stuff. And I'm like, please. Let me just yeah. hit the notification bell again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, YouTube is kind of glitchy sometimes with that. Yeah, it's and weird. then it's like you can turn them off for someone, and you'll still get notifications. It's mm-hmm. just weird. I'm getting like not just notifications, but like recommendations for people that I'm not um, subscribed to at all. But it's because like they are bigger creators, I guess. And mm. I'm like. Uh, I guess I'll watch it, but like I'm not subscribed to them. I'm not even gonna comment. I'm not even like engaging with it. I'm not liking the videos, but they're like YouTube is still like pushing it to me. I'm like I want to see my smaller creators, though the ones that right. upload either like short videos weekly, like you, or like slightly longer content once a month or something, because that's that's still the kind of content that I want. Like stop hiding this from me. <laughs> YouTube is weird. I know, and I feel like the reason, like you said, like earlier you you noticed that my content doesn't like fit into the normal YouTube formula but that's Mm. because I'm not a large consumer of YouTube content Mm. because um, YouTube always pushes the bigger creators and it's harder Mm. for me to find smaller creators that I relate to Mm. so I don't spend very much time actually watching YouTube videos so I don't become inspired by other people and it's kind of weird like when I watch my own content and then I do watch other people's because it looks absolutely like nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> I see on there which is a good thing mm-hmm. but it also could be a bad thing because people also gravitate to what they're used to mm. so I've been trying to like watch more YouTubers and like just be more in the community as well yeah mm. that makes total sense but yeah, and I totally get that. It's a weird thing though, because it's like you want people to like have success and grow, but then you're like suppressing them because they're not quote unquote big enough for you. And it's just like, come on, man. And I, I totally understand that. So like whenever 
the YouTubers that I like, that's a thing. Like it took a while to find like more YouTubers that I liked and then they would recommend people that they liked. And then I would get more of that, which is good. I'm like, oh, okay. I get more of this, the good stuff that fits in. Like it's either like vaguely fits in just because they recommended it to me. So I'll watch it, but it still works sometimes. But if you're definitely mm-hmm. not consuming a lot of that content, then it's harder to find the stuff that you like. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a struggle, but, you know, I kind of like it that way because it doesn't, like, shape my content. Like, I can make content without it, like, looking like anybody else's or, you know, taking on the opinions or viewpoints of anybody else's. It's, like, literally just me. (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing that I love, too. Like, that's another thing, like, what drew drew me to yours because you're so original. I was like... I wonder if this is going to be just like this other stuff. And it's not, it's very, very different, but, but still very relatable. And I'm like, Oh, I'm into this. And it doesn't feel as like processed, I guess. Cause like, I'm not a fan of like the white plain background thing. It feels very mm-hmm. studio esque and like, it, it's like weird bougie. And I'm just like, stop. It's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everyone wants to be like, um, like all minimalistic and like, all just, I don't know. Everyone yeah. has a aesthetic on YouTube, and it's like, nope, I'm not conforming to it to get subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. Like, I I think I, I've, like, made at least one video about, like, I might make some videos in my room, and it's going to look like this, or like this, or in my living room, and it's going to look like this, or like this, or somewhere else entirely. It don't matter. Don't try to lock me down. I do what I want, okay? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, people are... I don't know. People are going to find you and like you eventually, no matter what. So I feel like it's definitely best to just keep being you. Like one of my creators that I like, Crispy Nats, does mostly anime content. He used to do like more dance content and he still puts that in because he can't help but dance. <laughs> and I'm like, right. go for it, buddy. <laughs> and it's really funny. Like one of the my bigger YouTubers that I liked just shouted him out and I'm like, oh my God, I love it. And he, he was already like getting big and everything. And he was like, I like the content that I'm doing, but I also want to like change it. And I hope I don't lose subscribers. And he just grew subscribers from doing that instead of trying to be like other people, but he really was never like other people to me. He's been very original. I'm like, yes. And he's like, yeah, I hate the like anime YouTubers who always use the same font and the same three colors and like the same kind of style. And that's trash. I'm not doing that. And I'm like, thank you. (laughs) So yeah, I feel like it, it pays the the success comes it pays off with the hard work and perseverance and just keeping up with it because that's what people don't expect they always want like the fast growth and I'm like that's not a thing unless you already know a million people and you're gonna like pay for subscribers and right. or something <laughs> that's not gonna happen so some people gotta learn eventually right it's like I'd rather just have like a solid genuine fan base than a bunch mm-hmm. of people who are just there just because I'm popular because it's a thing to do like oh yeah you know that's Emerald so we're just gonna follow her just because but we don't even really like the content she's putting out we're just following her because she's popular it's like mm-hmm. no rather no. people just be like you know what I really like this content she's cool I'm subscribing yeah exactly exactly I'm just like yeah so what made you want to do vlogmas this year um just trying to you know become a real official youtuber I guess (laughs) (laughs) I was like you know what this is a real challenge and the only other like 
streak I've done. Um, the first week of September, I just did um, a video every day. So seven days was the longest streak. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to put myself up to the challenge. And, um, you know, I've realized that although I have stuff that interests me, I don't make a lot of searchable content. So I figured Blogmas would be a good way to just, you know, tap into just searchable content so new people can find me versus just, you know, people from Instagram or Facebook or whatever. I can try to tap into um, the actual YouTube community. Yeah. Come on, y'all tap in. (laughs) Right. For real. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I feel like I just need to like, I feel like every time you post something about you having a new video, I do my best to try to share it, because I'm like, y'all better watch it. It's going to be funny. Check it out. Yes, and I appreciate you. We both know how much the shares and all that mean. A lot of people yeah. think, you know, just being subscribed is enough, but it's like, no, I need watch time or you know, shares, exactly. and even if you don't care about the content, you know, maybe someone you know does and all that. Yeah, and I've had people be like, we can't just watch the video like on Instagram, and I'm like, I'm not going to get the views right. to YouTube if you watch it on Instagram. I'm not going to get the engagement if you reply to something about it on Instagram. <laughs> right. And I had someone tell me who was supposed to be a friend. They were like, oh, yeah, you know, I haven't been watching your latest videos because the the content isn't for me. Like, and it's like, so <laughs> what? Like, you know, it's like, if you're supposed to be my friend, play it on mute. Go watch the right. videos and play the video and turn the volume off. I don't care. Like that's why I play yeah. this. Play the playlist while you're asleep and just let it roll so I can get some watch time. Duh. Like I don't care if you care about it or not. If you're my friend, support it. Like what? <laughs> right. See, is that too much to ask? Really? I don't think so. No, it's not. It's like it's five minutes of your life to watch me putting on makeup. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> so what if you're not learning how to put on a Morphe palette? Who cares? Like it's still like, play the video. Hello. <laughs> and honestly, you might learn something. And like for me, because of the kind of content that you do, it's such a wide variety. They might find something they like, you know? Exactly. And it's not even just about me. It's like even in the videos where I'm not talking about like stuff. Like, I might like a makeup video. I might not, you know, you don't care about makeup, but I talk about other stuff while putting on the makeup, which might be of interest to you. I might, you know, spill some celebrity tea about your favorite celebrity or, you know, talk about drop some gems on you, give you some life advice. (laughs) Come on, dropping some gems. (laughs) It's like people just, I feel like they just look at it for what it is. And it's like, it's more about me as the person and my personality versus what I'm actually doing. Yeah, which makes sense that like um, that you're a vlogger because it's about all the things that you're doing around you. So they're gonna be able to find something. And that's the thing. I'm not even into like makeup videos that much, but I'm pretty sure there are a couple of a couple, quite a few actually. Now I think about it, <laughs> um, like beauty vloggers, makeup guru people that I follow. Because some of them give, like, really good tips, and they're also, like, really relatable, funny people. I'm like, oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> or, or yeah, or they'll, like, do makeup tutorials, like, trying new stuff. And I want to – I'm not – I'm probably not going to follow their makeup. And the, the end result is going to look great, but I'm just going to watch for their personality and what they're doing. Exactly. And, yeah, just enjoy all that. Because, you know, when you're putting out content, especially video content – well, even with the podcast, it's it's more than one thing. It's it can be the subject, or it can also be the person, or it could be 
I don't know, like the genuine vibe of it, you know? Because mm-hmm. it just can just be enjoyable. Like, this happened like a couple years, maybe it was last year, I think. One of my favorite channels, it's weird because I never thought it would be one of my favorite channels, but they just do news. And it's like pop culture news. And they used to be a part of a bigger company and that company went down. And But they'd still like do like pop culture news about things that I like though. So it's like movies, video games, cartoons, and like a lot of, this year's been a lot of like politics stuff, but they're just like shitting on politicians constantly. And that's really funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll watch this. And I had an old roommate. He was like, oh my God, you keep, you keep watching these guys. I'm like, well, this is literally kind of the only news that I watch because I know it's not biased. Right. So that's fine for me. And they had, when they had to like get a new channel, after leaving their old company, because that company got shut down, um, <laughs> they made a new channel, and then YouTube like flagged all their stuff, and then that channel got shut down, and then this happened like at least two more times. So this is like their wow. third new channel, and YouTube will like flag their videos and like take them down and like demonetize them and all this stuff. And they're like, okay, so that video got taken down, and now we don't have any views on it. Go watch that video in the background or something if you haven't already. <laughs> so we can like you know get that back up and like have more stuff going on in our channel. If you want to keep seeing content from us, you know, I'm like, yeah, and I can just do that. That's no problem. Just like put it on, like put it on mute while I'm washing dishes or cleaning my living room or whatever. Just bam, it's no problem. It's that simple. I, I, that simple. It's like, like people spend more time doing other stupid shit all day. So I was like, literally. So you can you can either spend your, but you could like put uh, like a YouTube video on the background while you're trying to argue with someone on Facebook if that's what you really want to do. Right. <laughs> It's like, literally, people just, uh, it's like you claim to support someone, but can't even do that. Like, okay. Right. Right. Like, come on now. And I feel like a lot of people don't even realize how much effort it goes into creating content. And it's like, you, they just see the end result. They get the entertainment of it, and they don't even realize how much real work you're putting in. It's it really is a lot of work. Like I knew that going in, and I did a lot of research, but it's still a whole lot of work. And I'm like, I was excited because I had more time throughout this pandemic to focus on it and get it done. And I was like, yeah. But then I went back to work, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> I have like a full consistent schedule for myself to do this because I'm like, I'm still kind of like trying to find my groove into it, you know? Yeah. So I'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm still tired, but I'll figure it out. Right. It'll um, be worth it. It'll be worth it, yeah. And so, mm-hmm, that's another thing. Like, even if people don't want to watch you put on makeup, if they do like makeup, or they just, like, want makeup, and they're like, well, I don't need this. I can just put on my own makeup the way I want to. You have, uh, it is part of your channel where you recommend makeup and things like that. You ha- you give lots of great beauty finds for makeup on your budget beauty guru Instagram but, and, and your makeup's always like really good, like I said, but you don't, you only have like one makeup tutorial on your channel that I've, that I've seen. So why don't you have like more of them? Um, I only have a few on there. And mostly, like I said, it's just mostly because of um, the response from it. Mm. Um, so usually when I do the makeup reviews, um, it might be because I was sent something. Or um, I'm using a particular product, you know, it was something specific that I wanted to use. Um, and, and honestly, a lot of the time I like to just reuse the same makeup. <laughs> like I do my makeup the same way. I don't 
usually do new eyeshadow techniques or anything like that. So unless I'm like specifically trying to accomplish something with it, like it was sent to me or I'm just really excited about a new product or something, then I don't really find the point of it since I literally use the same stuff and do my makeup the exact same way all the time. <laughs> I might <laughs> use different colors, but like the technique on the eyeshadow, everything is like going to mostly be the same. Oh my goodness. I feel like we should do, maybe eventually in the future, we should do like a collab video where you teach me how to do that. Cause like, I feel like every other time I do my makeup, it's a, it's a struggle. Cause I'm just like, how do I blend? Is this blended? Is that what that's supposed to look like? Yeah. Is this working? Does this look like something? And I feel like it's more so like the tools that you use versus like how you're using it. Cause it's like, mm-hmm. you can have like the best products and all that. But if the things that you're applying them with are shitty, then it's going to end up looking <laughs> shitty. So that's what I've kind of learned about applying my makeup. Hmm. Yeah, actually, yeah, someone told me that, and I was like, oh, dang. So I'm still trying to figure out, like, which brush to use for what and not just keep using the same brush. I'm like, this works for everything. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, because, like, that's one of the weird things, though. Like, my mom was never into makeup or, like, hair stuff a whole lot, so she never taught me about any of that. Mm. So when I got into it in, like, middle school, high school, I was like, I'm just going to stick to, like, eyeliner because I can do that. Because all this other stuff I don't know about. <laughs> right, exactly. And same with my mom. She wasn't a real big makeup gal. She did like eyeliner, a little mascara, some lipstick, but might put a little blush on here or there, but she was never really mm. into makeup. So I actually didn't like even start doing eyeliner and stuff on myself until I was a senior in high school. And it wasn't <laughs> even then that I like, did it every day it was just like oh I'm gonna go do something I'm gonna put on some makeup and it was at that point only like eyeliner a little eyeshadow mascara and then I I ventured out slowly but surely thanks to YouTube that was back in those days when YouTube first you know got popular so I started watching YouTube videos on how to put on makeup and that's kind of where that all started oh humble beginnings exactly (laughs) and so like um i'll take a head and then i just lost it hold on i hate it when that happens right i'm like brain stop doing this to me my brain just started like thinking of something else and it's like check your email i'm like i don't need to check my email stop (laughs) (laughs) you made me forget the important things (laughs) oh okay i remembered um so well i guess maybe it's because like you started it this year because i feel like in the last couple years like maybe five years or so uh, like beauty vloggers and MUAs have been really big and like blowing up, but maybe it's because like there's always there always comes controversy after mm-hmm. like the blow up of them, you know. So it's like maybe maybe that's what it is because I think your reviews of palettes will be really great. Like I love that. Like I haven't got got a Juvia's Place palette yet, but I want to because all the reviews I've seen for it from across the board are great. So I'm just like I need to get that. Uh, <laughs> yeah so like no. and I'll and again, like I learn a lot because like I don't know which brushes to use or like what foundation is gonna like work well on my face and things like that because I'm like mm-hmm. I have such a love-hate relationship with makeup because like I hate the feeling of it clogging my pores or it's like feeling heavy on my skin you know mm-hmm. so following youtubers who are gonna like tell me or like sh- and definitely show me like step by step what I can do to make it work because doing burlesque, I need to have, like, a big makeup face. But right. it's, 
most performers who put out that content to share do it mostly for other blessed performers, which is fine. And they have you pay for it, which I understand because it's like pay people for their work. But I don't have money. So right. <laughs> like, especially right now, like I have no disposable income. So it is what it is. It's, yeah. it's like, it's hard for me to like get that information. And I agree like, with you saying like how they all like blow up and then like controversy happens. It's like, I feel like that's another reason that I'm like kind of like not into consuming YouTube because I did like start watching YouTube when it was new and it was like, you know, you couldn't really people, it wasn't what it is now. So like all the beauty vloggers on there, you know, they weren't doing it for like clout and notoriety and to go on brand trips and stuff like that. Yeah. So I feel like now and on top of the beauty industry being so oversaturated with products, it's like mm-hmm. everybody's it's like it's very hard to tap into that market because everybody sees the perks and the glitz and the glamour of it. So there everyone wants to be a beauty vlogger, a beauty YouTuber, because they think that mm-hmm. they're gonna get paid ninety K a post, like Nikki Tutorials and like all this stuff. And it's like, no, dude, like it's just <laughs> mad annoying and then everyone's just so like I don't know it's like whenever something like new comes out everyone's doing the same things everyone's like putting out the same looks the same it's just over very oversaturated so I really don't want to be a part of the beauty community so I try mm-hmm. not to um put myself in there but I have been doing my budget beauty um page for over five years so I have inadvertently been a part of the beauty community but um, that's another reason why I don't actually post myself on that page. I post mm-hmm. just beauty stuff because I don't want it to be about me. Mm-hmm. And the beauty community yeah. is just I don't I don't want to be a part of it. I love beauty, it, but I don't want to be a considered a beauty vlogger. Yeah, that makes sense. Like, there are two other ones that I follow. They're also black women, and they um they'll like do stuff with like their natural hair and they'll do like makeup and they're like, this is technically not really a tutorial. I'm just going to show you. Cause like I got sent this and if you want to do it, you can do it too. And I just want to show you how, and this is just what I'm doing with my natural hair. So you know how I got this to look like this, you know, cause I don't mind uh, like uh, what's the word? Um, like essentially just like recording my journey for my, na- for my natural hair. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. I love that. And I don't mind seeing this part of you either. So it's totally fine. So, yeah. And, and they're like, yeah, I don't consider myself part of the beauty community or the natural hair community. So that I'm not I'm going to leave that drama over there. Exactly. I'm going to leave all that. <laughs> That's how I feel. Like, I'll show you guys because it's a part of me and it coincides with like the other things that I do. But no, I, it's weird because what I actually want to do on YouTube, there's only literally one video on my channel, like a part of it. What I, well, I, it would be, a, I want a lifestyle channel where uh, I'm actually traveling. So I want a travel channel, but I would still be doing literally all the same stuff I'm doing on it now. So I would just be like in another country putting on my makeup or something. <laughs> you know? So it's like, but that's what I want my page to look like. Ultimately, that's the community. If I have to choose, mm-hmm. I want to be a travel vlogger. Travel vlog. Yep. Yeah, that sounds cool. And I never thought I was super into travel vlogs, but they're more that are more interesting because like they have a, a, a kind of niche like that. Like there's this one guy who like was he talks about an anime while like hiking up 
a mountain. Yes. And he'll like, yeah, he'll, he'll like either start at the bottom, but it's like this big wide shot and you can hear him the whole time. So like he'll start at the bottom and then by the time he's all the way at the top, he's done with the review. And it's like, this was, this was really interesting. Yeah, like I want to do stuff like that. So I'd still be like doing my normal, regular Enroll Monet YouTube stuff, but just traveling the world doing it. So eating and beauty stuff and whatever, but just all over the place and vlogging while doing it. <laughs> yeah, see, that just sounds fun. It does. That's my like dream job. It's always been my dream job. I just want to be a world traveler. And it's yeah. like with YouTube, it can be possible. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure, like, cause you're, a, I, I, I feel like you're a fairly humble person. You wouldn't be like one of those vloggers who's like, well, I'm a YouTube vlogger, so can I have this hotel room for free? Right. Kind of I read about those people, like they go out to dinner, like, yeah, I have a hundred thousand um subscribers, so I should get this for free, or they can like skip the lines because they have a lot of like subscribers and stuff. And I think that's like kind of shitty because. Like, if you're going to review something, you need to give, like, an honest review. And then it's like you're going out recommending this to people, but they're only treating you special because they know you have a lot of subscribers. Right, which is very unfair. Exactly. So I would definitely be that one who is like, I want the real experience. So don't treat me special. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to know I'm anybody because I want to get the real experience so I can tell people the truth about whether or not they should patronize this business. I'm not going to just give you, (laughs) like, a whole bunch of my subscribers your recommendation because for what because you kissed my ass for a $50 <laughs> plate of food like no no <laughs> and that's something I never want to lose like I always want to have my credibility I don't want to like turn into like a real like YouTuber where they're just like their opinion is swayed because they got it for free or a discount or whatever. I want to still be like legitimate. I want people to be like, even though she got that shit sent for free, it was trash and she said it was trash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that's why I was gonna ask. Like, so you're like part of like a like a beauty program where they send you like um. Well, like full palettes, it seems like to like test and review. Yeah, like I work with a couple of different brands and stuff. So I have like relationships with different brands and have worked with different brands in the past where I've gotten sent stuff. And it's like, you know, they don't tell you like, oh, you have to speak highly about it. But, you know, they anticipate you to, oh, you know, your opinion to be swayed because it was free. and it was actually kind of funny because um i started recently working with urban decay and um they had sent um their new mascara out and (laughs) i'm kind of a mascara snob (laughs) oh really i mean i feel that though yeah my, my mascara like wants to stay forever and then like stick my eyelashes together and it's just awful so yeah so it's like unless i I know it's like I find a mascara that works and I kind of stick with it, but they had mm-hmm. sent the mascara, you know, I'm going to obviously try it out, blah, blah, blah. But then they had like a, um, they did a, a zoom like conference call or wherever where mm-hmm. they, you know, we just like, it was kind of, so with urban decay, whenever they have a launch um, before COVID, they would go to different cities and do like a launch tour or whatever. But since mm-hmm. COVID they can't do that and, you know, connect with their um, influencers. So they do like these virtual ones or whatever. And, right. um, they had us on the call with the people who, you know, recruited us to be, you know, the um, PR people. And they like, you know, ended up asking our opinions on the mascara and like literally everyone on the call is like, oh, my God, I love it so much. I love it so much. 
And I was like, yeah, I like it, but it smells and it's watery, you know? <laughs> and they were like, oh my God, thank you so much. See, you know, we love to hear this feedback because like this mascara didn't work for me. I didn't like it either. Like, you know? Yeah, see, you, you want that genuine? Yep. And they were genuine. like, impressed I feel like because they were like everyone else like yeah it's great it's great it's great it's great and it's like literally (laughs) the main person on the call she didn't even like it either because she was like yeah (laughs) so I have these little short eyelashes and it didn't do anything for me I didn't like it and it's like see (laughs) makeup is like I feel like especially with makeup it's kind of preference and everything people things work differently for different people I don't have the same skin as you I don't have the same complexion is you I don't mm-hmm. have you know so it's gonna work differently for different people and I feel like people just want to like because they feel like if they say something bad they won't get more free shit and it's like why do you want to work with a company that has ethics like that anyway right like no you want someone with more morals and are actually gonna want to put out a good product exactly I want to work with genuine companies people who aren't just trying to like get over and finesse like oh we're gonna send this to her because I know she's gonna say good shit about it like no don't send it to me Cause if it's trash, I'm gonna say it's trash. I might, um, like dress your trash up with a bowl just to be nice. Cause it was free, but I'm still gonna say it's trash. <laughs> it's, it's a trash even with the bow on it. You know? Yeah, still trash. Just pretty packaged trash. <laughs> and it, it just be like that sometimes. Like facts are facts, and I'm not gonna. I can I put a little sugar on it, but it's there. It is. You know exactly. I tried to be nice because it was free, but I probably won't use it again. (laughs) I'll talk about the positive things. It's like, oh, this is cute packaging. Oh, you know, (laughs) you know, that stuff. I might not focus solely on the bad, but I feel like that's kind of where a lot of influencers go wrong. They just kind of start lying because they want free shit. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't. And then like the fans get that stuff and they're like, this is not as advertised. This is not from the reviews that I saw. So it's not really working for me. And some influencers will review their own stuff when it comes out and they're like, I'm upset because this was better than I was promised it was going to be. So right. maybe wait until the next launch because this is going to be a very small one and this is not up to par the standard that I want. So I can't tell you my fans to go get this. <laughs> like, I think, what's her name? Um, She's, she's like, what is, she's like that tall blonde lady. That's not very helpful. Right. Oh, yeah, I know the one. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Uh, no, Nikki t- Tutorials. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like, like she did that on hers. And I was like, oh, cool, girl. And then, like, her next one came out, and it was perfect and amazing. And I was like, heck, yeah. yeah. And, like, some people tried to, like, some other, I think, beauty YouTubers tried to, like, trash her because, like, they were mad at her because she came out against someone else because they were really rude to her. I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was. I know she talked about Ellen and then someone else who, oh, yeah, because someone tried to out her as trans. So she she did it first. And it's just like, why y'all got to be like that? Like, first of all, let her live her, let her, live her life oh, and let her. Yeah, let her, I remember that came out. Yeah, it's like, let her come to her truth and do that when she wants to. Like, that's, that is not for someone else to do. Right. Why are you, you trying know? to expose her? Right. Rude as hell. Just trying to take some, like, clout for yourself by hurting someone else. Like, why? exactly yeah and then it's like with the like when influencers get on there and then they're like lying about the product and then you know the consumers get them and they're not the same that's when like the companies start being like getting accused of like sending good pr packages to the influencers and then sending out shitty low quality products to the regular people because i've seen that happen a lot like influencers 
or get on YouTube and like rave about how creamy the palette is and it's so pigmented and then people get their stuff and they're like this can't be the same product that you were reviewing and it's like is it are they sending out shitty products or are you just lying yeah so it's like what's really going on here so that's why like those brands those brands in general I don't trust because it's like somebody's lying either you're working with the liar or you are the liar so <laughs> yeah it's just it just builds like untrustworthiness so like mm-hmm. why why fall down that rabbit hole all credibility is lost mm-hmm. yeah yeah like, that's another um like i just love genuine creators like like you who will like take that upon themselves even if they don't get free stuff or get another endorsement or whatnot like um was it Swell Entertainment? She does that. She goes out and like just buys a thing because she's like, I was interested in this and I'm a fan of this YouTuber or I saw a lot of people recommending that I try this. So I went out, bought it myself. This is how much I paid for it. And this is my genuine thoughts. I'm not sponsored and I probably won't be after this review. Right. So, <laughs> like I, I enjoy that genuineness. And like even before I actually saw her channel, I wanted to do the same thing specifically with like various food content because I see this online and I see like um, like video reviews of people saying like, oh, this is so good. This is so great. And like, I'm like, let me really find out because I can be, I'm not even picky actually, but I know if something's really like not as You're particular. as it should You know be. what you like. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like what other people will like. So like, that's the thing. Like I tried a bunch of cookie dough and that video hasn't come out yet, but one of them, I was like, I tried like three different ones and two of them were not very good. <laughs> and one of them was really good and they're finding a lot of success, which is great because that, you know, follows a line of reason. Like if their product is really good, they're going to continue to have success. I'm just like, heck yeah. So I like gave my friends a brief review of it. And I was like, this one is better out of the three of these. This one is gross. And this one is very like grainy and sugary. So if you like that, you'll like this one a lot. But it's not for me because I don't like feeling things on my teeth for hours, like those giant sugar crystals. I'm just like, ah, right. Stop. <laughs> and like two of my friends are like, oh, I like that. I like that a lot. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll give you the rest of this because I'm not going to finish it. <laughs> right. It's just literally all about preference. Yeah. And oh, this made me laugh too much. Then I'm going to say tomorrow's going to be um, <laughs> Manifestation Monday, like Manifest Monday for. The winter solstice is there anything that you want to yeah. manifest into existence that you want to talk about um really i'm just manifesting a lot of financial abundance yes, same. <laughs> that is the main thing i'm trying to tap into with this conjunction tomorrow yeah. <laughs> if that you know that's the biggest focus honestly yeah so well, do you want to talk about what's happening tomorrow? It's um the winter solstice, but it's also the first quarter moon. And last week, last week, Monday, the 14th, was a new moon, and it was also a lunar eclipse. But then this month, or this Monday, it's going to be a um, 20, 21st? Yeah, it's going to be a yeah. whole, um what's it called? You said a conjunction. I thought it was like a convergence. But, um, no, it's the, um, the great conjunction mm-hmm. with Saturn and Jupiter. Oh. Yeah, and like this hasn't happened in what was like eight hundred years or something. Um, the last time it was this close was I think they said sixteen thirty two. Wow, and then um, 
it and then as far as it this is being the closest and being observable it was like even longer than that so um that even like you know the years that it has happened um they just haven't been able to see it we didn't have because um the conjunction happens every 20 (laughs) years but it hasn't been this close to each other since like 1632 i believe so like we're we finally have the technology to like get up close and personal looks yep and then i guess like the last time um because of where it was positioned like because it happened in 2000 they um didn't have it, i don't know if it was something to do with the space conditions or what like if it was just whatever they it wasn't observable hmm. So the energy of it has already been prevalent and um, you could actually already see um, Saturn and Jupiter in the sky um, for like the last week-ish. You might be able to see it now since the sun's going down. Uh, It's usually somewhere towards the moon. (laughs) But yeah, tomorrow it'll be at its like brightest. You'll be able to see it as long as it's not cloudy, obviously, but you can still look at it online. I don't know the exact time though it's supposed because it's going to be like I think um, Jupiter and Saturn are going to look 0.1 degrees away from each other, even though they're like 426 million miles away from each wow, other. Wow, this will be really lining up perfectly. So, yeah, um, is there a power that you want to manifest for you? You want a really cool superpower? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I could like learn how to teleport, yes. <laughs> if I could teleport or do telekinesis, either one, you know, right. I would totally. But you know, if I could teleport, that'd be the main thing. Since I want to travel, if I could just close my eyes and like be sitting on the beach in Bali right now, that'd be great. Yeah. So you feel like it's more about the destination <laughs> than the journey? Yeah. <laughs> in that case yeah because <laughs> it's funny I, like the journey, like, but I also like i prefer the destination it's just like be there yeah it's like if i could cut out um you know having to walk through the mm. airports and do all that and be there yep i totally would totally. save so much money. it'd be different if i had private jet mm-hmm. money <laughs> that'd be pretty cool oh man i would want that and i wonder because i remember this came up on twitter and i Mm, I, I'm not, I wasn't on Twitter where I saw this, but like, um, someone posted it on Facebook and I'm pretty sure someone set this as a joke to like throw off the white people, I guess. Or like, <laughs> or is there like some, is there like some sort of prophecy that I'm missing? Like, <laughs> were they talking about how black people are going to get superpowers mm-hmm. tomorrow? I'm just like, is that? Yeah, that's because Black Twitter took a hold of it because it's the winter solstice in the conjunction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they started talking about how the energy is new and, you know, people haven't experienced this in our lifetimes. And, you know, how Black Twitter, they make a joke out of everything. Yeah, and people take it seriously. And exactly. So now, Black people, a lot of Black people don't even know what is going on tomorrow. And they're just like, oh, we're getting our superpowers tomorrow. And it's just like, oh my God. Um, like black people on Twitter just take everything and run with it. So it's like I've been literally saying that all over the internet. Everyone's like, "Yeah, we're getting our superpowers of our black people," <laughs> but I feel like they're they're saying only black people because you know we're in tune and you know we are who we are. You know, it's understood; it doesn't have to be explained. We have our magic. Oh yeah. So I feel like black people are they they took it to say it's only us getting superpowers. <laughs> 
exactly. It's like, I feel like only you know what spiritual gifts you have. And like, even that, like, you know, I could like, for example, I might have the spiritual gift of being able to, I don't know, um, like talk to spirits and then like, you know, Christians will be like, you're, you're a demon, you're a devil and blah, blah, blah. Or then there are also people who be like, you don't talk to spirits. You can't do that. But how do you know I can't? Yeah. Right. You're not living my life. Like, exactly. So it's like, you know, how can you, how can anybody define anybody else's spiritual experience? Like, I feel like all religions have things that you could learn from. Um, they all have, you know, some good ideals, you know, things that you could apply to your life, but none of them, they're a good guide to base, you know, stuff around, but they're not to be followed, like, as a manual, I don't feel like. And I feel like that's a lot of people's problem. And on top of that, people pick and choose yes. what they want to enforce in religion. And I'm sure that's always a thing that comes up. Like, um, if Jesus loves so much and God loves us so much, why does he have us suffer? Like exactly it's just weird it's just some stuff that like people it's like it it doesn't make sense and if you know it doesn't make sense why does fear keep you in it and that's literally all it is like I'll ask people like um okay so for example do you believe in karma Mm. most people are gonna say yes Mm -hmm. karma is a buddhist a buddhist um, belief yeah yes So it's like, okay, your God is a jealous God. So you believe in Buddhist ideals. So you're going to hell. Right. And like people don't, (laughs) it's just like, they're not really like doing any research to like take upon themselves. Like what is really from what religion? Like, like even a Christmas tree is from like a pagan, like pagan uh, traditions. And people are like, well, we'll just adopt that into Christianity and make it American. And just like, um, like people think, what was it? that, That Hanukkah is like the biggest Jewish holiday, which is not. But Americans specifically and like people who celebrate Christmas are very, oh, I guess generally Christians, like they really like center that next to it because it comes usually right before Christmas. Like it just ended Mm -hmm. um, on the 18th and people are like, or they always make it like this big, big thing because honestly, like when I think about it, it is like a really nice holiday, a nice tradition to celebrate um, perseverance. But it's like they make everything so Christmas centered. So to me, it makes more sense to say happy holidays from October to December because there are so many holidays that come through those months, you know? Yeah. And people are just like, well, Christmas is the most important. So they start decorating right after Halloween. And I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can put up lights, but like, just not to be Santa Claus everywhere. But you know what? You do you, you know? Yeah. You run up your That's how I feel. I like holidays mm-hmm. because, I mean, it's like, I feel like with the holidays, you know, it's supposed to be about just, you know, spreading love and cheer and all that good stuff. I don't necessarily look at it as like, oh, the birth of Jesus Christ, especially because they don't even have an exact date Mm -hmm. of when this man was allegedly born. So it's like, we're just picking a day and going with it. And it's like, no, no. (laughs) And like the day of Christmas, it it celebrates, um, well, not just Saturnalia, but like, I mean, that's which is why it's so close to the winter solstice, you know, <laughs> like exactly. It's like it's all based on astrology, all religion and like time, like everything is based on astrology. And it's like people try to talk about astrology and down it. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's just because they don't understand it and they're ignorant. Yeah. And it's like and they don't want to learn. Oh. Exactly. They're like, that's witchcraft. And it's like, how is the study of you and your connection to the universe witchcraft? Right. 
like <laughs> just just educate yourself and like hopefully you'll learn some more about yourself but those people those are probably the kind of people who don't want to take responsibility for their own actions you know yep they want to blame it on somebody else and then they want to use religion also as a crutch for when things go wrong or just because they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing oh that's the devil yeah like <laughs> do it. the devil made me do it it's like okay sure yeah no I don't I don't understand people but let just let them do what they're gonna do and th- again this is probably why like aliens have not come down to touch us to be like yeah come into the galactic federation or something because y'all are y'all good I, like, I think they are here <laughs> they're probably are. I think they're living amongst us mm-hmm. they are among us yeah I honestly agree because I that. definitely believe in life on other planets. Mm-hmm. Just not, like maybe not in the solar system, but definitely other intelligent beings, right. whether they be humanoid or not. You know, right? They're somewhere, somebody somewhere, and they're smarter than us. Mm-hmm. Clearly, mm-hmm. clearly, <laughs> people on Earth are destroying <laughs> ourselves. Essentially, <laughs> I think humans came from another planet anyway, from the beginning of time. But that's a whole other topic. Yeah, honestly, that's a really good um, thought. Like, I'm very much into the um, evolution, but if we were, yeah, like, there are definitely like scientific studies about this. Also, like, if humans were put on, like, if maybe if like someone was born on another planet or like the embryo was like birthed or whatever and like grew up on a different planet, they would adapt entirely different. So it would make sense that like we would be able to, like, the human genome could adapt and evolve to other environments entirely not just earth so they could survive anywhere and people are like and i feel like that's why we're here because we're literally the only intelligent life to our capacity like we are unlike anything else on this planet Mm -hmm. and we are also the only things in the circle of life and you know the nature cycle that are detrimental to the cycle Mm -hmm. everything else works in perfect order and it's just us depleting everything. Like, even animals. Yeah, they're going to kill each other and do all that. But they're not. Ki- like, we are the sole cause of extinction. Of depletion. Exactly. So I feel like us being. We weren't intended to be here. Because we don't work in the natural cycle of things. We don't fit into that. Yeah. And we are literally the only things on this planet. I feel like wherever we came from. It either exploded or mm-hmm. <laughs> something happened and they had to bring people here. They had to find the most like conditions to wherever we came from and brought us here. And that's why we're so different from everything else. Mm-hmm. We're like one of the only species besides I think it's like us and water bears are the only intelligent life form that want to create other life. Like we want to create AI and like smart technology and like put that kind of like clone animals and put certain kinds of intelligence to them and like test the intelligence of like dogs and pigs and things like that. And we get to choose Mm -hmm. um, the kind of food that we eat, not just eat to survive like animals do, you know, because people, and I feel like, I'm sure people always tell you like you can't survive just being a vegetarian or a vegan. And it's like, people do. We adapt. Exactly. And that's what I was just about to say. And that's why I feel like, you know, it, we are, obviously clearly adaptable which is you know the obvious um you know like white people black people and the climates that we um thrive in and all that Mm. so it's like it's not far off to say that if we can adapt and change our genes can change here on earth why couldn't they change if we came from somewhere else right i love how we got into like this whole conversation (laughs) 
Right. It's just some random weird <laughs> shit. Like, but these are the types of combos I like to have. Yeah, me too. I love it. I like to talk about the weather. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck that. Right. <laughs> like, no. Talk about aliens. <laughs> Uh, well, that that's why I love the show, like Ancient Aliens, and like um, I mean, Ancient Aliens is a little. It can definitely like stretch things a little bit, but I'm just like some of it's like, mm, yeah, yeah, like freaking uh, crop yeah. circles were there to like make us like try to figure something out, or it's just gonna be like a joke on us, like some aliens are just like fucking around, and <laughs> like, let's see if they can decode this. How long do you think? Let's confuse the idiots. <laughs> I believe it. If if it can be conjured up into somebody's mind, then it it's possible. I believe that because I feel like all of our thoughts, everything is first manifested in the spiritual realm, and then it makes a, its way to our brain, and then it transforms into the physical. Nothing that we think is just random. It didn't come from nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like. I believe that shit. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and like, that's one of the reasons why I believe in like reincarnation. So even like those small stories that don't get like fully put into like the mainstream idea can still live on in the people who have those memories and those feelings and like those thoughts to keep looking into it, you know, mm-hmm. like all that kind of Especially like with, with reincarnation, I think like, because like stuff like fear, mm-hmm. where does stuff that we've never experienced, why are we afraid of it? Why does right. that like fear live there? Where does that come from? It has to have came from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like some of it is definitely so, like pushed by the media. Like this is something to be fearful of. Like, which is crazy. Cause like, I am afraid of a shark killing me in uh, like an indoor or even like outdoor, like swimming pool. But that's literally uh, a secluded enclosed space. That's entirely covered by dry land. So that's right. a <laughs> but I'm not the only one who has that. I know a bunch of people who do, and I'm like, y'all too, and they're like, yeah. I thought it was weird. I'm like, I felt the same way, but I can go to the beach, to freaking Lake Michigan, and be like, y'all, what up? Or even like, where was that? Where what was it? And, oh, in Florida, and I'm like, I'm cool. I'm not gonna go out too far, but I'm this is nice, and I and I'm not right. sharks at all. And it's such an irrational fear, and it's like besides the media you know like just some stuff even like as a kid like stuff that we're afraid of Mm -hmm. it's like why Mm -hmm. like what because our level fear is only based on our level of perception and our level of awareness Mm -hmm. Um, there's always something to be fearful of we're always under attack there's always some sort of you know something lurking in the shadows but if you're not aware of that or your level of perception is too low you're not even going to be able to you know, tap into that fear. Like I could be sitting here right now and there could be someone outside my window with a gun. Oh my God. Waiting to kill me. But I am not aware of that. So I'm not afraid. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I have every reason to be. So it's like as children and knowing how naive they are, you know, they're, they're not, you know, uh, experiencing life the same way we are. Why do they have such irrational fear? Yeah. Or some kids have no fear at all. <laughs> you know, that too. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to um, delete that and rebuke that statement. We rebuke that statement. <laughs> to the universe. <laughs> oh no. Freaking. Oh, I wish I could remember the other thought that I had because it was so good. But that makes me think of like, um, like the idea of like people who believe and feel connected to the universe and the alignment of the planets, especially those who's who are like born under the sign and have um, ascended, not just spiritually, but energy wise 
to connect themselves to those planets that are aligning with the earth right now like mm-hmm. it would make a lot of sense like if every couple of years when something like this happens when it's like close enough to us those of us who feel that way or have that connection do get some sort of like stronger intuition or yeah like something else that like helps keep us growing living and um expanding ourselves and our own universe because dang it my brain because like um our dna and cells can mutate and that made me think of like it's probably because i'm looking at this x-men comic that's in front of me <laughs> so like, <laughs> if we, like interesting powers that like help them out and like really are adept with them in their life then i, th- I think i think that would be amazing because like if something like that was ever like scientifically introduced where people could do certain things that like not everyone can yeah and i and that's how i feel like i mean i definitely think that to a certain extent that is definitely true and i mean the closer the planets the you know bigger the impact they're gonna have on us but i mean it's obvious with the sun and the moon mm-hmm. like you know we though the sun and the moon affect us every single day yeah every day so it's like and i don't understand why any of the other planets wouldn't you know yeah it's like we literally would not be alive without the sun like we need the sun yeah we, the moon is a part of a, our being it helps sway our moods like people act crazy on the full moon you know they always say that it's like well why is that you know mm-hmm. so it's like and you, and you don't we are literally any sort of made up of particles of the universe yeah sorry let me interrupt you but like people don't believe in uh astrology or or witchcraft but they definitely believe in that power of the moon affecting electronics and people who are sensitive to it. Like, come on now. It's just very contradictory. It's like people don't, people don't know what to believe in that. I feel like a lot of people, um, they, they aren't strong enough to think for themselves. So Mm -hmm. they just rely on whatever they've been conditioned to think. So they just continue. It's easier to just stay blissfully ignorant than to really like delve deep into figuring out life. Like some, yep. a lot of people like to live life on the surface. They don't care about anything deeper besides what meets the eye. Yeah, they want like that surface level of like gratification. They want that um, like instant gratification. Yeah, they're they're li- living with blinders on essentially because they don't want to look outside of what serves them in their life specifically. Even if it's not actually going to help them, but they're just like, well, this is what I should do. Cause it's just whatever it feels good. It takes work. It takes work to change, and a lot of people are just lazy. Yeah, they, they want to just do whatever's work. easy, mm-hmm. and staying the same is the easiest thing people can do. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate for them. How unfortunate for them? I don't. Right. Like that's unfortunate. <laughs> I don't feel as bad. I'm just like you know. What? I'm glad that's not me. <laughs> exactly. I couldn't imagine like if I was living life just trapped in that facade, like right. oh. being a bot. I, I cannot imagine. I feel like, oh my God, I cannot imagine. Ooh, that just sounds like a sad life to me. Like It is, but I mean, they don't know anything otherwise. So for them, they're mostly content, at least, mm-hmm. you know, to the point of not wanting to change, at least. Or, you know, those people, they're probably not content, really, <laughs> but like, they probably live a life of turmoil. But they're just like, it is what it is exactly and and i mean it can be some of those same people who are like well if god wanted it for me i would have it wouldn't i if jesus told me or jesus feels like this is all i need then this is all i need you know and i'm like that's kind of humble but it's also like you're not really putting in the effort to change your life but 
I guess. Yep. People think, you know, thinking about stuff is just work enough. Mm -hmm. It's like, I had seen this quote that said, I'm the type to pray for something and then go out and get what I prayed for. Mm -hmm. And it's it's literally what you have to do. (laughs) Yeah. You can pray and ask God like, oh, God, please let me win the lottery. But if you never go and buy a lottery ticket, how are you going to win the lottery? Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. People... People, man. I'm glad I'm not other people. I'm, I used to always think, like, man, if I were somewhere else or, like, someone else, my life would be easier. But I'm like, you know, I think about that, and I still really like myself, though, because I'm a really cool person. I'm an interesting human being. If I am a hu- human being. Exactly. Are you? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> as far as I can tell. <laughs> ah, who knows? Who really knows? Well, maybe like all all the snake people are gonna be revealed tomorrow, right? All the people who are not humans, they're like blinded, like their facade is gonna drop down, like Mystique when she turns back into herself, it's like gonna disappear. It's gonna show. <laughs> Everyone's gonna turn blue. <laughs> <laughs> we got totally like off topic. We were talking about vlogmas. Now we're talking about fucking. Well, I mean. <laughs> I feel like this goes into it, honestly, because like I'm gonna um do some nice things for for Yule for the for Yule time. I'm gonna be doing some manifestations, doing some spells today. I'm gonna be writing a bunch of spells that I want to like have in my grimoire that I think are gonna help me throughout my life and hopefully finally finish. Well, it doesn't matter when I finish uh, decorating my altar because it's a really just like a winter Yule altar, and the full moon is like mm-hmm. next Tuesday, so it's like yeah, I can still keep you know getting myself ready to harness that full moon power you know mm-hmm. so it's fine it's fine they're just gonna have to deal with it <laughs> exactly they are yeah it's like this is real combo yeah <laughs> it's a real real times <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like people listen on like regular um like was it anchor spotify overcast apple podcasts are going to be able to hear some of this but my patreon's patrons get like all the extra good stuff so i'm sure they're gonna want to hear about us talking about aliens they're gonna be like oh shit it's getting deep right <laughs> right <laughs> like that's the type of convo people want to hear nobody wants to sit up and hear me talk about makeup for two hours hey two hours that would be a lot i'd be like oh yeah <laughs> how much do you really talk about makeup but like five minutes yeah. ten minutes <laughs> And, you know, after that, people are gonna cut off. <laughs> right, they're gonna be like, "All right, eyeliner, eyeshadow, mascara, I get it, I'm gone." Right. <laughs> Next. <laughs> yeah, freaking. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know any. But I don't follow a lot of like beauty YouTubers. But I don't know any of them who like just stick to makeup that have a podcast. Because what would they talk about? Yeah, nothing. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> just that would be so lame. And it's like, I know with me, like, I don't really, like, discuss my viewpoints necessarily on the internet just because, um, like, my spirituality is obviously personal. Yeah. Um, and on top of that, I, I don't like offending people. Like I said, my dad's a pastor. Yeah. And, you know, I respect people who, you know, practice religion and all that stuff. So I, if people ask or the topic comes up, then I'll, you know, talk about it. I share stuff here and there about my spirituality yeah. on social media, but for the most part it's like most people 
don't even see like the the deeper levels to me they think I'm just like some pretty girl who does like YouTube or whatever so right <laughs> and see that's what I want to have you on so I could like have these kinds of conversations with you because I saw bits and pieces I was like there's some more here there's some more going on <laughs> yeah so it's always cool to find other people to be able to have a conversation like this with because you know some people you start talking about certain stuff and they're looking at you like you have lost your marble <laughs> yeah and they're just like I'm tuned <laughs> out but sure okay whoa that's crazy yeah <laughs> oh jeez. that's like I just saw my coworker again for like the first time in like a year and a half it feels like it's been so much longer uh because Last time I saw her, I think she was just going off to college, and now it seems like I think she might be in her second year now. I think mm. it feels crazy, but um, she has um, come into her witchness as well. But like other people had to tell her, they're like, "Let's see all the stuff you're doing. You you're just a witch." And she's like, "You know what? You're right." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yes. and people take that as like a like a like they're like disrespecting you like they're not saying it as a compliment they're being rude like you're a witch like okay thanks glad you noticed like, yeah right <laughs> <laughs> right and if someone said that to me i'd be like yeah you better look out you don't want to you don't want to know what spell i'm going to put on you and really the spell is just me it's just a spell to keep them away from me because i'm just like i don't need that kind of negativity in my life exactly and it's like people are just weird about it it's like what do you call praying like what are you doing yeah Pray- you're chanting to a, a, a spirit mm-hmm. <laughs> you're <laughs> talking to a spirit mm-hmm. <laughs> like come on now that's not witchcraft that's not witchcraft it's not it's not but it's the holy ghost huh <laughs> that's a spirit that comes to you that gives you a sign that you need something what come on now. sounds like witchery to me <laughs> sounds like witchcraft <laughs> oh yeah it's freaking great so you know it's funny I didn't put any like witchcraft questions on here but now I feel like I have so like I guess like I want to know like if you have an altar and if you're going to do anything cool for the yule I actually don't have an altar but it's funny you ask because that's something I've been like looking into starting like in the past like couple months Mm -hmm. because I I feel like I've been kind of this is kind of going off track a little bit too, but um, I've been feeling very ungrounded. Mm. And me being a Taurus. Oh, see, this is why I like and, you already. <laughs> like you so much. It's like I haven't been grounded. And I'm like, I feel very like out of it being a Taurus mm-hmm. that isn't grounded. Mm-hmm. So I've been like looking up ways to find, like, you know, to ground myself. And that was one of the things that I kept. So, and then I kept um, running into, like, you know, seeing stuff, you know, about, obviously, different ways to use my crystals and, you know, different ways, just, you know, different stuff. And it brought me upon an altar. Mm -hmm. But the main reason why I haven't done it yet is because over the last couple of months, I have been redecorating. Mm -hmm. So, I've been, like, ordering all this different stuff and redecorating my room Mm -hmm. and, you know, just creating my space. Mm -hmm. And um, that's actually going to be a part of what I put on my YouTube channel at the beginning of the next year, just the process of transforming my space. Yeah. So that's why I actually haven't went through with putting it together because I want my space to be how I want it first and then have that energy 
into my author versus doing it now and then like trying to rearrange my room still and redoing all this redecorating and I'm like doing all these DIY projects in here and shit so <laughs> I don't want to like do my altar until I have my space together basically yeah no I feel but that it's- <laughs> but it's coming it's coming along yeah like you want to have a nice like calm energy and then be able to cleanse it instead of like having chaotic energy all the time because you're like exactly. focused on a bunch of stuff I totally feel- I did the same thing I was like let me get all the stuff together and like an altar also doesn't need to be like static in any way because obviously you change it with the seasons and for any other celebrations or things you want to do and you can have multiple altars but if you're like redecorating and like rearranging stuff constantly then you definitely want to have all that done beforehand <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's been my life for the last couple months. And it's like, I've been getting all these different packages mm-hmm. and like, you know, doing all this different stuff. So I'm like, I'm not trying to do it until it's like, done. Like, yeah, until, I don't want to. Until it's like ready. Yeah. It. Yep. Yeah. Maybe and I- it's been giving me more time to like, look into it and just mm-hmm. figure out exactly like how I'm going to do it because I'm still new to like learning about altars and stuff. So nice. Yeah, that's what I did. I, I, like, took my time with it. And even still am, like, when I think about it, I essentially have been practicing witchcraft for a very long time, like, since I was a kid. (laughs) But it's, like, like, coming, like, full circle now. Because I feel like I probably used to have, like, a little altar when I was a kid. And it was just, like, to keep me and, like, my things protected. Because it was, like, it was, like, when I had, I think I was, like, 10 or something. And... I started getting depressed when I was like eight and I didn't know what it was, but I wanted to protect myself and my energy from harm. So I was just like, well, these are the things that make me feel good and feel safe. And I'll like talk to the things that help me feel grounded and safe and secure. And I know that those things won't leave me and I'll have something to come back to. And if I come home all the time and like these things are here and they're safe and they're fine, then I will feel better, you know? And I think that helped a lot. It was probably a weird thing to do as a kid, but I was like, whatever. My mom didn't care. It was fine. Exactly. But, you know, we persevere. We get through it, yeah. Like, like we're going to persevere through this year. We're almost done. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> we're going to get through there. Like, maybe when you're, um, I guess, like, I'll watch your channels, of course, and, like, keep up with you on social media so I can, like, see when you're done and I'll like send you a little like spell jar if you like it's like help you like yeah because like my journey into like becoming more spiritual this year like I was trying to do it last year but I was all over the place last year so I'm a Pisces and I definitely wanted to be like grounded to like be able to like flow into things and like be adaptive like I'm used to being and Mm -hmm. I felt like there was like so much clashing and I was like uh, that needs to stop and yeah, I just had to, like, take some time to, like, stop everything and, like, reconverge with myself and, the and like, the good vibes, like, the energy that I want and, like, coming back into the earth and stuff. So, like, yeah, I totally understand you. It can be hard. I love Pisces. My best friend is a Pisces. Ah, see, and my sister is a Taurus, but, like, Taurus <laughs> and Pisces get along really well. Huh. Yes, we do. Yeah. I guess, like, it's kind of my natal chart because I don't know when I was born but I found this one that still goes off of um all the other all the other information that you give it and I'm like oh my god what there was a lot of Scorpio on my chart and I don't know how to feel about it is there I have a lot of earth in my chart 
a lot, which is why it feels very weird to not feel grounded because yeah. I have a lot of Taurus and Capricorn in my chart. Interesting. I thought I would have like um, like some Cancer and like maybe one Scorpio in my chart, but I have like three Scorpio and I'm just like, oh my God. Ah! But I'm, I'm surviving. I'm dealing with it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you know what your big three are? Like, do you, I know you said you didn't know what, what time you were born, but do you know your moon sign? Um, actually, let me check. My sun is in Pisces. My moon is Scorpio and my Mars is Gemini. I did not see that before, but it makes sense. <laughs> what's my, your, um, what's your, do you know your rising sign? My rising yes. is also Scorpio. Oh, okay. Does that mean I'm going to die? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> Scorpios are my opposite sign I feel the same way about Scorpio but maybe not I don't know I just know I don't get along with them usually um your opposite sign you're a Pisces mm-hmm. yours is what's the sixth sign in the zodiac is that Berg no what is it Libra what comes after Leo mm-hmm. Virgo Virgo no it can't be Virgo Leo, yeah, Leo. So Virgo would be your opposite. But wait, I want to hear about what you had to say about um, trying to reground yourself in your Taurus placements. Oh yeah, um, I just have like a lot, a lot of Earth. So um, my Sun, my Mercury, my Venus are all ruled by Taurus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. And um, I, my energy is kind of conflicting because mm-hmm. in my big three, my son is Taurus. My moon is actually a Libra. Oh. And my rising is a Sagittarius. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so I'm literally earth, wind, and fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but my energy uh, is kind of... it. It can be very conflicting sometimes, especially in like moments of like chaos or, you know, when things aren't normal, like 2020 has been. Mm-hmm. And um, since I have besides that, I have a lot of earth in my sign. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I need to feel grounded. And I just feel like I've been swept up in like the air. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been like trying to like, it's, I don't want to say it's hard for me, but it is very difficult for me to become disciplined in my meditation. Oh, yeah. So I've been definitely been trying to do more of that. And um, like, you know, especially like during this time of year, although my um, floatiness hasn't been going on before it got cold out, uh, you know, I've just been trying to spend more time in nature. It's obviously harder to do that here once it gets cold. But yeah, I hate it. <laughs> Like, yeah, just be outside, walk around barefoot. Mm-hmm. That's something I used to do a lot as a kid, and that's why I'm flat footed now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I've just been trying to like do things to like just place myself back here, and I I feel like I'm I've been doing an okay job, but I definitely feel like I need to make more progressive steps into doing that because I still am kind of just feeling floaty. Yeah. I get that. I mean, 
you know, it's, it's always like a journey. It's a process. And sometimes you take steps back or sometimes you feel like you stagnate or your steps just seem smaller than you thought they would be. And there's no time limit, you know, there's not, it's not a race. It's not a, um, like a, like a competition, but like, a, um, like a, a planned map or anything like that. There's not like a timeline that you have to follow, you know? So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe this just means that you need to like, you know, take time to find what works for you. Cause I'm the same way. Like I have a really hard time journaling, but I'm really good at like writing my scripts down for YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it always takes time to like find something that works. Like doing yoga is like the best kind of like meditative thing for me because I'm also moving and I'm not gonna like fall asleep. <laughs> so right, and yeah, that's why I've been like redoing my space because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a, another like cause of my um, source of my turmoil. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never been like the most organized person, mm-hmm. and I know that that. Definitely, you know, they say your environment is a reflection of your insides, and it's like I'm really like trying to just focus in on like becoming just completely. Or I've always considered myself an organized mess, and I feel like that's (laughs) what my life has turned into. (laughs) That's why I've been putting so much emphasis on like my room and just my space and just getting everything together because I feel like that is a lot of my like a lot of my disconnect comes from that. I totally understand that. I'm, I'm definitely feeling the same way. Like, I feel like I have too much stuff. But every time I tell someone that, they're like, you have a lot of clothes. Your stuff is very manageable. But it's also because you mostly, specifically to my mom, because she knows, she's like, you use all of your stuff. And you wear pretty much all your clothes, right? I'm like, yeah. Once I haven't seen it in like a year, then I'm like, where is that thing? And I go try to find <laughs> it to wear it. But I like all of my things to be very functional, you know? And... As much as I want it to like match, it's not always going to happen, unfortunately. Right, exactly. And, and I like, it, you hard. know, like I can tell, like when I walk into my space and it's like junky, like my energy is different from when I'm walking in and it's not junky or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So I just been kind of really working on just creating my sacred place. And that's where I found, like, started stumbling into the altars and stuff. And that's <laughs> why I said, like, you know, I wanted to wait until my energy was good mm-hmm. so I can create my sacred space and make it actually what I want it to be and not have all this organized, messed energy in it. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. Like, throughout a lot of this um, pandemic, I was not feeling very great. And I had these ideas of all these things that I wanted to do, including like YouTube and podcast stuff. I was like, well, I'm just laying here on the bed because my back hurts or something. I could be recording a podcast. And then right. my brain would be like, well, what are you going to talk about? You're not that interesting. And I'm like, oh, you're right. I'm just going to fall asleep, I guess. Exactly. It's like that voice inside of our head is like, sometimes yeah. the worst fucking thing. It's like sometimes <laughs> worse than the people around us, literally. Literally. It could really just, like, bring you down and just, like, stop you from doing anything. It could be very crippling. And that's awful. <laughs> I can't. Self-destruction, literally. Yeah. Like, that's where it comes from. From You are your own worst critic. But it's like this voice in your head is, like, your worst critic. So if you're not in, the like, a good state of mind, frame of mind, emotional state, then trying to, like, make that better, even with, like, um, like meditation or, like, witch practices or anything like that can be very difficult. Cause mm-hmm. I love like doing self care and things like that. So like, I would be like, "Well, I'm not gonna shower because I don't feel like it, and my body hurts." So, well, but I, mm-hmm. I do like taking showers. 
Right. <laughs> no, I totally get it. Cause there's like days like today, I just did not feel like moving. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm, I've literally been in bed all day. Like yeah. besides me getting up to you, I haven't even eaten anything today. Like I just, because I haven't felt like it. Mm-hmm. I just haven't, I've, we've been on this call and that's literally all I've done. <laughs> I feel that. Well, I hope this like brightens your day. All I did was brush my teeth and got back in the bed. And the only reason I brushed my teeth was because I got up to use the bathroom anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. When I do my self-care, you know, just feel like even getting up out of the bed, you know, it's not that I just enjoy being a bum. <laughs> right. It's not always super enjoyable. Like, I love sleep, but I don't want to just, like, be a loaf and not get anything done, I guess, you know. But also, that's like... Right. Maybe that's like a, an American thing to make us feel like we always need to be doing something. We always need to be productive. We always need to like have accomplished something every single day. Right. Go, go, go. And it's like, that mm-hmm. is a part of, you know, the journey, rest and recuperation. You can't mm-hmm. perform at optimal speed if you're, you know, tired. If empty. Yeah, exactly. Can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of goes into this next thing. Cause like, this whole week I've been so tired and it's like making me like fall behind on my editing. And unfortunately I feel like my, my process takes really long. Sometimes it doesn't like I'm editing my podcast less. So it's not as time consuming. Mm -hmm. So like how long, if you don't mind me asking, how long does your process take from like filming to editing stuff to like putting it out? It really depends on the type of video it is. Um, Mm -hmm. Vlogs are obviously easier to edit because it's less like, you know, cutting out stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more just, you know, one shot kind of thing. Put some music on it. Bam. Not really much editing that goes along with it. So vlogs, um, they typically, I can pump out a vlog. Like now, especially with Vlogmas, like some of these videos I've done in like, 15 20 minutes maybe like, oh my god you know? I'm so jealous but that's only because of the type of content now like I put out um like a candy cane video taste testing candy canes the other day and that took me hours yeah. to edit because it was so long and it was yeah. like you know it's not just me that I'm editing it was two of my friends in the video so now I have to you know make sure they're all looking good and cut out certain parts it's not just you know, focused on me. Yeah, um, it's different so, when you have more people involved. Exactly. So um, it really depends. Like um, some of like the sit down videos that I do might take a little bit longer. Um, but, you know, some videos I might end up spending the whole day on editing. Yeah. Um, typically, I like to try to edit my videos in the same day. And if I don't, I like edit, start editing it at night. And then the only reason why I won't finish it is because either A, I got too tired or B, I need to look at it with a fresh pair of eyes. Yeah. So typically what I do is I go through my videos about three times. So I'll go through it once and like, you know, delete just whatever I know for sure is not going in the video. Mm-hmm. The second time I go through it, I just, you know, get rid of the rough edges on that part. And then the third time I go through is when I do all the special effects and coloring and all that stuff. So typically I just like to go through those three times and be done. Like some of them though, I can do one and then watch it back and then bam, it's done like the vlogs. So those are a little bit easier, but it really just depends on the content, honestly. Yeah. All right. That's cool. I just, I just wrote run through twice. 
I'm trying to like <laughs> take notes. <laughs> I should do that. Okay. Because I have a problem with like wanting to like add my effects in immediately. Like if and usually I end up doing like my music last, which is because mm-hmm. that's like the easiest thing. And I don't want to have to like keep changing that. But yeah, see, when I do my last um go through, that's usually actually no, I'm lying. Usually on my second one is when I put my music on. Because then I can chop it down to, you know, even more to make it fit into the music. Mm-hmm. And then the, when I go back, I'll do text and any little voice things or coloring and all that good stuff. Nice. Do you mind if I ask what program you use to edit your videos? I use KineMaster. Oh, okay. I use the pro version. Ooh. And you like it a lot? Yeah, I love it. It's really, like, easy. It's, like, simple, but it still has a lot of in-depth things, like, stuff that, you know, real editors, you know, would use. Mm-hmm. So it, you can make it as, you know, basic or as intricate as you like, and it's very user-friendly, so I really like it. Nice. And, hmm. So have you ever done, um, I guess this is kind of similar but different, like, any photo shoots at home and then had to, like, edit those yourself to put out? Oh, yeah. Yep. I do lots of self-portraits. Um, the holiday pictures I most recently uploaded, I took those pictures myself. Um, those are great. Thanks. My profile picture, like on Instagram and stuff, that whole set mm-hmm. of pics, I did those myself. I have so some good. pics on my page where I um, have some soda cans in my hair. I did those oh, myself. I love um, that yeah. look. <laughs> so, yeah, I did. Like, I definitely have taken a lot of... Um, self-portraits of myself um since i've started doing youtube since i have the equipment to to do so now yeah i do record and film everything on my phone while editing everything on my phone up until this summer my boyfriend bought my tablet for me and stuff so he could upgrade me he was like i just he was like i just don't know how you've been doing this on your phone the whole time (laughs) so i still film on my phone but i edit on the tablet now Wow, that's awesome. See, that's really inspiring to me as well because I record and edit everything on my phone as well. So I understand that struggle. That's that's some pain to go through. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I don't get how you do this. And now, like, if I try to, like, open up a, like, just, like, if I might want to, like, do a little reel for Instagram or edit it on my phone quick, it's like, how the hell was I doing whole videos on this little ass, like, mm-hmm. this <laughs> tiny screen? Yeah, like, man. That's crazy. <laughs> I tell people about that and they're like, what? And I'm like, well, yeah, because I have a laptop. I have a, a Chromebook, but it's not like, it's not fully made for that kind of stuff. It's made for like quick stuff like emails, but not mm-hmm. like, and like maybe kind of making documents, but like not editing full videos and stuff. And I'm just like, man, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, my laptop is old. I have like an old HP laptop. Mm-hmm. So it was no use in even trying to do it on there. So I just use my phone now the tablet to edit, but yep, I still film everything with my phone. Nice. Maybe I'll give Kinemaster a try because I have right now I'm using uh InShot. Mm-hmm. It's like um yeah, I have InShot and it, it works pretty well. I I'm sad I'm sad though that I can't do um the cute little zoom effect for when like I'm trying to make jokes. Oh, yeah. See, and, like, Kinemaster has a lot, lot, a lot, a lot of, um, like, 
pre like you know set effects and like um transitions and graphic mm-hmm. clip graphics and mm-hmm. like all kinds of stuff it like it has so much even like the free version has a decent amount of stuff on it mm-hmm. but the um the pro version is it's not even expensive when i first got it um in january of this year mm-hmm. it was only 32.99 and then when my um and that was for the whole year. And then for wow. next year, they lowered their prices and it's $10 less. So it's only $22.99 when I renew my subscription in January. What? And that's for the whole year. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> so that's I was like, crazy. oh, yeah. And before I bought it, I um, I had tried out like a bunch of different editing ones. And then that was the one that I narrowed it down to. And then I tried it out a little bit more. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and buy it. And I was like, this is so inexpensive. So yeah see that seems worth it like I have power director too and it was it was kind of cute but I was like this I feel like this is stuck in the 90s and then it started updating and I was like oh, okay now you're getting there but now they also want you, you to pay for like almost everything they're like three free things and of the new updated stuff I'm like that's not fair <laughs> how dare yeah. you yeah and Kinemaster has like I said a decent amount of stuff for like free mm-hmm. but it's like it's definitely worth to access like the pro version especially if it's $23 for a year I was like hell yeah I'll pay that right that, that's Before cheaper I was like still yeah that's cheaper than two months of freaking YouTube premium which what you just don't see ads but I got ad blocker I'm good <laughs> <laughs> it, it almost like I'm putting an effect on it because it's like actually going like in and out <laughs> really yeah like, now I'm you're back to normal not touching the phone it's laying on my chest and I'm like laying down <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. I don't know. Wait, maybe it was like sliding on your boob or something. Your boob was just like covering the microphone. Is, maybe? It, I don't know. is it still doing it? No, it's done. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was weird. That's weird. I'm going to keep that in. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh sure like, oh, nope, I didn't touch anything. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's so wild. Um, so I guess I only have a few more questions here, but it might be, it might end up getting kind of long. Um, <laughs> Okay. So, so you are you a freelance model, or, or or do you like with an agency? Freelance. Okay. Cool. And I think you're very good. Like you, oh, look so good. So, I'm so jealous. And you just did a um a fashion show, like a yeah, it was actually a, a museum style um type of fashion show. So um, mm-hmm. this girl I know, she um, she um is a teacher. But mm-hmm. she sews and she um, wanted to offer sewing classes. So she set up like this project runway type, like sewing classes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she has five different designers and then they, um, you know, meet once a week. But then they also have like weekly, you know, projects and competitions and stuff. So it's literally set up like project runway. So the um, their first competition was yesterday and it was for them to put on a museum like fashion show for these musical artists so they had some performances or whatever and it was like a virtual show and stuff but then like they could hear the music from the artists and then they had to create they each um, at the venue each had their own room that they could decorate however they wanted Hmm. and they had to create a vibe to match what they thought the music represented Oh, that's interesting. She made like a yeah, competition show. Yeah. So um 
it was it was pretty cool and then they had like a main area for like you know certain models to be out there and it's like interactive modeling so it's like you know kind of like being a mannequin in a window like a live mannequin or whatever so you're like actually interacting in the space but you know showing off the outfits and the looks and stuff and it was pretty cool and then it was like there were actually like they had limited you know tickets for people to actually come and be in house and then everybody else um, could watch on Zoom or whatever. So it was like, you know, people actually coming up to your room watching you do what you were doing and it was pretty cool. Wow, that's so cool. Um, Are you going to be posting any pictures from that like on your Instagram or anything? Well, um, I don't have any of the pictures back, but that's actually what my vlog today is going to be. Um, so okay, cool. Things from that, that'll be going up tonight. Nice, that's so exciting. Yeah. So that was a pretty cool experience. It was different. Nobody's ever done that here, so it was cool. Yeah, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I am jealous because uh, I've been trying to get into that, but maybe it's because I'm too short or something. I don't know, but I know I, I don't have one. Five three. Oh, you're an inch taller than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, girl, that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> right. I and, and I feel like now with like you know how social media has helped like you know change like the standard of beauty as well and you know like a lot of these fashion designers top model you know fashion designers like Versace like if you're popular enough they'll put you in the show you don't have to be like the size of a runway model you know that height length and, you know like if you have enough clout on the internet you know they'll <laughs> put you in New York Fashion Week and stuff so I feel like that has kind of helped you know more like, you know, I don't want to say, like, um, just smaller, I guess, designers, smaller shows, smaller mm -hmm. you know, people to be like, okay, I guess we don't have to have the, the 510 slender models in our shows. We can have a variety of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're a little thicky thick over there, like, in all the right, right. places. So, <laughs> yeah, trying to get, like, you over here. <laughs> I look tall, though, because my legs are long. That's why I look tall and big. So, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, de I definitely have some pictures like that where I look, where I just like, I'm all legs and I'm like, wow, I look really tall. I love these uh, pictures. People always meet me in person and they're like, wow, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I get that too. And they're like, I thought you were like five, six, five, seven. I'm like, really? Maybe I'm wearing heels in lots of pictures. But if you see me by myself, yeah, I look tall in a picture. But if I'm standing next to almost anybody else that's right, taller than like, me, wow, you're no. little. Yes. <laughs> Like, all the photographers I meet, they're like, okay, I expected you to be taller. Like, no. <laughs> but it actually, fi I find that it works better in my favor because I am little. So um, there's, like, things that certain models can't do because they're tall and they, mm -hmm. they can't certain spaces or stuff. And it's like, oh, I still get the same effect, but I'm six inches shorter than you. <laughs> yeah. Boom. What do you think about that? <laughs> exactly. So it works. Nice. Um, do you know um, Alyssa Neff? okay so that's funny that you asked because i don't know her but i know her aunt i used oh. to work with her at cheesecake factory and the only like she oh what Alyssa Neff, Alyssa Neff doesn't know who the hell i am what but, uh, the first fashion show that i was in she was a designer in it mm -hmm. and the lady i worked with at cheesecake factory was there and she was like, oh, yeah, that's my niece. And they have the same last name. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. So, yeah, like, I don't know her. I haven't oh. actually her, but I know who she is. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. That's so cool. I feel like y'all would definitely um, be able to do some really cool creative stuff together. Because she has the space, uh, MKE, like, studio that she mm -hmm. rents out for, like, photo shoots and stuff. And I want to do one, hopefully, yeah, like, next year, like, 
maybe like February or maybe like in March. I don't know. We'll see. But because I have a bunch of photographers who want to work with me and I kept thinking about like, well, where can we go? Because I, I do not want to go outside and I'm not going to do it in my place. And right. I want to change up the scenery and her place is like perfect. And it's only like $50 an hour to shoot there. And I'm like, dude, that's amazing. Right, right. I want that. So yeah, you should get on, be friends on Instagram and be like, hey girl, I know your aunt. <laughs> Right. I seen her on Facebook. And like I said, we like um she was a designer one the one fashion, like the actual fashion show I was in. Um but yeah, I, I just try not to be like weird about that. Like, oh yeah, you're yeah, me. you know, especially because here a lot of people like to try to get free shit or clout chase. So I'm like, you know, I'm not yeah. gonna call your aunt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. But I definitely know who she is. I've seen her work before. Yeah. I, I, I just feel like you would like work well together. But I just like that idea, I guess. <laughs> I like her aunt. Her aunt's really cool. We're friends on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> um, but you know what's funny, actually? Because, um, I mean, I guess maybe it's like I saw your modeling pics. Maybe I saw it all. It was either like around February or March. Because I can't like tell like how long I've been following you. But um, maybe it was like because it was like right around the time of... um the Pearl Noir pageant. And that is a burlesque pageant with all uh, like black people, all people of color to perform. They just looked beautiful and amazing. And I think maybe it was just like scrolling through my feed that you were like next to all of these people. And also because your Instagram hand- handle is Emerald Monet. And to me, that's like a performance name, like a stage name. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Cause I, I always like do this thing cause uh, my stage name is Lavish Jewel. So I always like, <laughs> I always add everyone who has like any sort of like jewel or anything in their name <laughs> which I feel like that sounds really superficial but like everyone that I've met that has like a name like that in it is really cool and we really get along so I'm just like I'm gonna keep doing this I love it like we're all just right. we're all gonna be siblings now. <laughs> right exactly I if it works yeah it, it works, works. <laughs> so um so I gotta confess though I thought that you were a blessed performer Oh, yeah. Have, no, have I've ever, never. You've never? Would you consider ever doing it, though? I don't know if I have that type of confidence. <laughs> what? You would be amazing. I do for that. <laughs> but, I mean, you can dance, right? Huh? You can dance, right? Yeah, I love to. I just don't think. I don't. I don't know. Mm. I applaud you for your confidence because. Thanks. <laughs> and but that's the thing sometimes I'm not confident and like I'm like I'm like worried about it but like my troop mates who have like seen me perform they're like we're well, gonna fucking kill it don't worry about it like even if you're depressed right now you're gonna go up on that stage and no matter what you're gonna destroy it because you do it every time because that's the energy that you have that you bring and like you choreograph your act and I'm like yeah and she's like you know your song and I'm like yeah your outfit looks amazing I'm like oh thanks you're going to be fine. You're going to do great. And I'm like, okay. And I get up there and I do great. And I feel so much better afterwards. And that like gives me confidence to do it, you know? And then the accolades that people like say to me after the fact, even if I don't remember anything that I did on that stage, like that feels really right. good. So it's like, it kind of like plays into itself, you know? But I mean, something that I, I did to help build up confidence, I didn't take burlesque classes because there weren't many available mm-hmm. here, but I did pole classes and now I'm into pole dancing because that's really fun. And just like I've been doing that. Oh my god, it's so fun. So like, yeah, I've been doing that for like almost three years now. And like, my friends like the more you do it, like you're taking classes again. Like you 
I feel like you move so much better on stage. And I'm like, really? Thanks. So again, one thing just kind of leads into another. When everything is like back open again, we should um do a poll class together because there's one that I love in it's actually in West Dallas. Yeah, I but would love to. Good prices. Yeah, like great teachers, and it's really and that would probably like, help and it's, with and it's the confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because that's the thing that I was worried about too, and I started doing that. So I guess my three years doing pole are, are like intermediate. Like I did it my 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 second, my first or second year doing burlesque, and then like I stopped, and then I did it again for like a couple months, and then like I did it a bunch last year, and yeah, I was gonna, I wanted to like have a whole pole show, like a pole and burlesque show, like in I think September. Mm-hmm. No. One of these, like August, September, something like that. But I was like, yeah, and I was going to be so excited. But, you know. Yeah, happened. right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, just canceled all my stuff. Right. <sighs> yeah. But like, and also, like, if you ever go to Chicago, because that's a great place, they have tons of classes there that are also very affordable. Ooh. Like, there are some in other states that are like 50 bucks a class or $50 for like two classes. And I'm like, oh, it's no. a little sweet. Hmm. It's a little steep. And in Chicago, it's usually like 15 to 20 bucks a class, which is really nice. And I'm like, oh, heck yeah. Or like even like 35 or just 40 for two classes or three classes. And like if you get a bundle, I'm like, that is amazing. I'm going to do that. Right. Yeah. Like, that's definitely something I want to do. Yeah. Let me know. We should do it together. Because <laughs> even I've been performing for five years and I still go to classes whenever I can. If it's something that I want to mm-hmm. learn, just like get better. Yeah, yeah. You'll be like the pro in there swinging around. And I'm like, falling on my face <laughs> i mean at this point honestly i feel like i've been so out of practice i'm gonna feel like a little weakling so <laughs> no be i keep wanting to go like pole classes because i think two of the studios that i've gone to are open but i've seen at least like three people go to pole classes and whatnot and like aerial stuff and like get sick so i'm just like yep, I'm not no gonna risk it so i'm gonna stay home and hope I can like you know dance in my kitchen. Right, exactly. I'll go um, twirl around a light pole outside or something in the meantime. Cause... Yeah, right. I've actually done. It. I feel the same, but I've done. It. <laughs> but yeah, one day, and then you can keep the same name if you want, just Emerald Monet, because that's a freaking perfect stage name. Yeah, low key. Yeah, that would be pretty like so good. Yeah. And so, I guess speaking of poll, that goes into my next question. Um, you did a series review on P Valley. Mm-hmm. Did you love it? Are you? Do you feel like there's going to be another? Oh, season? they already announced another season. <gasps> when? What yes, the heck? They... I just watched it this year. Like, well, what? They, okay, so I didn't watch it when it like. Okay, so it was like after like five, four or five episodes when I was like, okay, I'm gonna start watching this show. One of my friends had told mm-hmm. me about it, and when she first explained it to me, the way she described it, she like. I was under the impression that it was a reality TV show. Like the way she explained oh. it, I was like, "Hell no, I'm not watching that shit." Like, <laughs> so, but that sounds like it's a yeah. Drama. So, because she was like, "Oh, it's based on a Mississippi strip club and all," and it, just the way she said it, it was like, "Girl, I'm not watching that shit." So, I just like <laughs> the first couple of weeks it was on, I was just like, "Yeah, whatever." And then I started seeing more people talk about it, so I was like, "Let me go see what this is." And then I was like, "Oh wait, it's a real show." So then I was like, yeah. "Okay, let me watch it." So like that night, I binged watched all the episodes that I had missed, and then oh my God. I <laughs> caught up, you know, and just watched it week by week. But apparently, 
after like you know i was like so enthralled and tranced by it they had announced after the second episode that they were going to do a season two apparently what i was looking for this information i saw nothing yes and i'm like i was like what i heard it was i'm like let me it was just like a little like um like a little like clip like you know like how they have like them in the purple like swinging on the poles or whatever and it was like season two coming soon or something like that like i ended up seeing that and i was like okay so they got renewed though for like the second season like a week or two after it premiered like it was an instant hit but then it caused me to do more research about the show and apparently it was a stage play yeah it's based off a play i found that so interesting and i was like what and she was like yeah it was just too big of a story so i had to turn it into a show so Mm -hmm. i thought that was pretty cool but yeah they already renewed it for a second season i don't know if they've started filming or not but i was like watching like interviews with like some of the cast and you know um autumn she's british she has like a yes she she? has a heavy accent yes it was so weird oh my god (laughs) i'm so here for that i was like what And it was like an interview where they were talking about like their first experience in the strip club. And she was saying she had never been in a strip club before until she like applied for this role or whatever, like audition for this. And it was like, I don't know, it was just like I got really like sucked into the show. So I started like doing all this research. That's how I found out they got renewed for a second season. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. It like made me want to go back to pole classes so bad. So I was just like, uh, I, I wanted to like get so into it. Like I, I finished the whole thing, but I like took my time. So I watched like one episode a day. Right, trying to make it <laughs> like, last longer. Yeah, because I was like, oh man. Yeah, I was trying not to like get super into the research of it because I was just like, not just want to go back to pole class. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm assuming since that that season came out in the summer, I'm assuming it'll be back next summer, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like next next summer in like 2023 or something, because like there aren't a lot of productions happening well, right I now. Well, I hope not, because you know, like they've been like you know when like stuff been they've been like doing stuff with shows. So I'm like hoping like while the like lockdowns weren't as strict, like they were like okay, let's <laughs> let's get a couple episodes done. <laughs> yep let's let's have some long nights to just like wrap this up when we can, exactly. so we don't have. Even more delays. I saw that they started just like, recently the production of you. Mm, yeah, season they, three. Yep, right. Season, season three. Four? They just started production like two weeks ago, and I'm like, how- right. But they just have to like par-, par down their cast, like or their crew and stuff, because like they're filming. I think it was like a new Mission Impossible or something with Tom Cruise, and he like had a oh, freak out because yeah. like the few crewmates that were on not were like doing not yet. following protocol, and he was like, yeah, he's like, I don't want y'all get sick. We're doing this for the people, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm like. Yeah, I don't know if you have to say it like all that, but like, yeah. So I know like a lot of crews have been like during like, you know, once they let us off the heavy like quarantine, like a lot of like um, shows and movies and stuff are like trying to resume production or whatever or trying to get in where they fit in. And then, you know, like a lot of stuff that isn't filmed in California is still in production because, you know, California is back down on lockdown. So um, a lot of the shows (laughs) that are filmed elsewhere um they've been still continuing on within you know whatever stipulations they have to so i'm just hoping that p valley is one of those shows where they're like okay well it's in mississippi <laughs> like, <laughs> like let's uh, try to right get this done yeah because they film in like mississippi and yeah. georgia and I it's believe. like if um 
if you is in production and they're filming in California, like they moved the show to California. So like they if they're still doing it, I feel like other shows should still be doing it. Yeah. Cause I was reading At even least, too, like but, I know the handmaid's tale isn't filmed in California, but they were like we're back in production too. Oh, oh my god. That yet. Oh my god, like what are you whoa, whoa. But 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 like, is it gonna stress oh me out? Oh my though? god! Please watch the show. I feel like after these conversations <laughs> we've had, like you would totally be into it. Like it probably will like stress you the fuck yeah. out. But it's so good. Yeah. Like it's so good. It's like not. It probably wouldn't stress you out in the way that you think it would. But it's mm-hmm. a based mm-hmm. on. Do you know what it's about? Like the premise of it. Uh yeah, like loosely, and isn't it like based on a book? And it's like um. It's like a was it have you you, you have you seen Antebellum no. or like heard about Antebellum? Well, that's a movie that like wasn't done nearly as well, but they kind of wanted to do a similar like Handmaid's thing where they like not because like Handmaid's Tale it's mostly like taking power away from women and like putting it back into like full patriarchy where like women yeah. are like subservient, right? So it, what it and, is, like, it's a dystopian future. Shit. So it's like after the fall of America as we know it, and it's like um, America is now called Gilead. And um, they're like mm. very like they're very strict on following the Bible, basically. Um, and then on top of that, um, there is also a plague that um, is uh, making women <laughs> infertile. So what happens is they're oh. um, they're basically making women um, be. Um, servant um like indentured surrogates basically like like the women if you were not living by the bible basically like if you had kids out of wedlock or you were gay and you could bear kids they would you were kidnapped and you were placed in the home of um the officials of the country and you were meant to be their surrogate so the the husband they had ceremonies and the husband would have to fuck the handmaid <laughs> every month at her ovulation. Wow. And that's how they, you know, continued the bloodline of the people who were in power. So it's about one woman's journey of her being a handmaid having to deal with her. Because all these women who are, you know, basically kidnapped and forced to do this. Um, they already have kids, obviously, because they know they're childbearing. So all of these women have been taken from their families. Their kids have been adopted off to people who just couldn't have kids and were not like officials. And then the people who all were, you know, married with kids, they can still, you know, be married with kids and have their lives. But everything is under martial law. It's like, yeah, I feel I'm like, oh, my God, you haven't watched this show. That's I totally feel like it's something that you would be into. It's like so good. It is so good. Yeah, I should probably start watching it then. I think I have a couple shows I need to finish because, like, I watch a lot of anime, and that happens too. Like, a lot, a bunch of stuff was like delayed, so it's like starting to come out now in the winter, and it's like a bunch of big stuff is coming back. I'm like, oh man. So, like, I think I have a couple shows I got to finish from like last season. And then maybe I'll start it because I'm not watching. I don't think I'm watching anything that like live action right yeah, now. Just put that in the back of your mind. Think so. You're thinking like, oh, I need something to watch. There's already three seasons of it. Yeah, dang. Yeah, now is definitely the time to catch up on those like <laughs> longer running shows. Like three seasons isn't, isn't bad, but like isn't like each yeah. episode like an and hour. And it's a or Hulu so. original, so yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And the yeah, um, um what's her name? The main character in it? She was in Mad Men. I forget her real name. Um there you go. Elizabeth Moss. Exactly. I love her. She's actor. actually uh, yeah. one of the producers for the show. Well, it's her show. So yeah. Oh. Nice. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yeah, I love it. Uh I'm gonna watch that show. I feel, I feel like I've definitely heard some good things about it, like really good things. Like I know it like won some awards and like it, it's like definitely like elevated Elizabeth Moss's career, which I'm glad about because yeah. I, again, I like her a lot. Like yeah. I love and her. It's like Men, a very so. developed story. It's not like fluff. You know, the characters are developed. It's like a good story, and it's not even directly based on the book that it's. You know, it's just like the same concept. So they took her concept and then like mm. turned it into like a modern day version of it but it's still like you know what they took from that was just them being forced to you know have these men's kids but they you know added in the dystopian future the fall of america and you know all these different aspects into it to make it more modern but it, it's really good wow nice yeah I definitely gotta check that out um dang so i guess i have okay one last question which is not 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 a huge question. I think it's pretty simple unless you have a hard time deciding <laughs> on things. I can be indecisive depending on the topic. Like, you know, what do I want to eat for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Same. Uh, I was just thinking about that. I was like, I should have some dinner. I'm like, what do I want to eat? I have no idea. But <laughs> uh, but um, I mean, it's pretty simple. Um, is green slash emerald your favorite, favorite color? my favorite color is purple. Oh my God, my favorite <laughs> color is purple. <laughs> Green is my second favorite color, but so um, purple is actually my favorite color. Wow. Okay. So, like, how did you come up with the name, like, Emerald it's Monet? Or is that just, like, your name? Oh, I love that. That's <laughs> clever. That's it clever. is my birthstone, and See. since it is my second favorite color, and I just love things that are green, like money and green. And <laughs> I was like, mm. great. Mm-hmm. perfect. <laughs> nice. Yeah, freaking, that's so smart. I would have done that, but, like, mine is aquamarine, which is, like, a mouthful on its own, and it's hard to, like, make it right. sound cool, you know? So I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to do that. I'll I'm tell you my real anything. name once we get off recording. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I guess, I mean, I, I guess you might have to message it to me, or, because, like, you can, like, t- tell me, and then I'll just, like, oh, edit well, it out. Oh, um, well, I... No. It's not just Monet. I'm Meg the Stallion. Oh, yes, that's cl- my name's Megan. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I'm going to leave that in because that's hilarious. You, um, you would have to pay really close attention, but on a lot of my YouTube videos, I actually have a chain that says Megan on. <laughs> oh. Uh, you know what? I probably like saw that and thought <laughs> yeah. it just said Monet. I wear a, a Megan chain and an R chain because my boyfriend's name starts with an R. <laughs> oh, wait, is it Ramon no. or is it like Richard? <laughs> I know, I'm guessing. But yeah, I always have on my Megan chain and I always assume people can see it. But I'm like, I don't care if people know my real name, but I don't want to publicize Yeah, I feel that. Like, actually, my mom got me one with my name on it, which my real name is Julian, which is, it's all right. Uh, well, actually, I like it, but it's uh, Julian, with, Julian with two L's, and she got a little birthstone to dangle from it, and it was, I think it was a year before she got me a shirt with my name on it also, and right 
right before that <laughs> a little like it was like multiple instances of like young girls being kidnapped by people who like came up to them and like said their name and like assumed and like made the like mm-hmm. the young girl assume that they knew her family because of that yeah and i'm just like i don't want to wear stuff exactly yeah it's like for me it is more of like a protection thing like just you know just not Mm -hmm. and and it's still kind of annoying because like on facebook like my family will be like commenting on myself like megan and it's like i don't delete it because i don't care that much (laughs) Mm -hmm. like huh my name is emerald on here for a reason (laughs) right yeah, I'm just like, stop that, y'all. Yeah, family always does that. And I'm just like, uh, like, yeah, like my aunts will do that. I'll be like, Lavish Jules is doing this. Come see me over here. And they're like, oh, Julian, look at you all grown up. Can you not? Seriously, like, um, I know my name. I know that you know my name. And I know you're talking to me because you're on my page. <laughs> right. It's like, I think it's a thing that older yeah, people do. And I don't know why, sure. but that's so weird <laughs> but yeah oh that's cool I feel like yeah. Meg totally fits I'm Megan that's cool yeah so Miss uh, <laughs> Stallion can I <laughs> can I ask is, is there anything that you want to plug to my listeners I mean definitely I'm going to tell them to follow you and watch all your videos on YouTube because they're great and they're hilarious and they're fun and they're insightful so if you like me, you'll definitely gonna like Emerald. <laughs> Thank you. So, yes. Um, actually, you know, I have yeah. merch. I will be dropping new merch and all types of different stuff um, throughout the year. Upcoming Emerald's Vault, um, Teespring, backslash stores, backslash Emerald's Vault. Um, so yeah, a lot of my stuff is going to be limited edition. So I'm going to have all types of random stuff. I just did a soft launch for my first launch. But other than that, yeah, just everywhere. Follow me everywhere. I'm Emerald on everything. On Instagram, everything, YouTube, yep. and Twitter. <laughs> yep. And then, and then, like your your uh your beauty Instagram is again budget yep. beauty gu- guru. <laughs> so hard to say sometimes. <laughs> yep. Awesome. Great. Well, it was so great to talk to you today i love yes. this friendship that we're gonna have um i hope you get your your um your christmas card soon your holiday card um now i know where you live so <laughs> you, know name, you. you know my name you know my address <laughs> <laughs> yes it's gonna come kick your door down like how's right. it going on the redecorating <laughs> in here Exactly that. I literally heard that song yesterday. I was just like, "Yeah." I'm like, "You honestly, I would just like come to your house, just like I would just uh, yeah, like, I hear you now. Can you hear me? Okay. Um, I would just like come to your house and watch Handmaid's right. Tale on your big TV and be like, "This is better than my laptop." So, you got any snack in your oh, fridge? I love the snack. I'm a tourist. I love the snack. Right? me too I'm going to have a whole um, oh that's another thing I do like snack reviews so I'm going to have that but also in my unboxings I don't know if you know this but I bought one of your shirts so that's going to be in an unboxing I'll be staying tuned thank you yeah I I feel like I know it's cool yeah I mean it looks really cool so I I was like I gotta get this thank you I appreciate you yeah 
I yeah, appreciate this you. Was fun. I'm glad we got to talk and got to know each other better. Yeah, me too. Let me know if you want to talk again. Just about anything, honestly, because I, I like having these conversations. Just like to hear someone else's right. voice, especially going <laughs> that like during COVID, family. you know. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god! Not, not that I don't love my family, but like my sister has nothing to talk about, and my mom has like everything, but also nothing to talk about. Like it's sports and what her neighbors are doing, surface and like stuff. the people that she hates. <laughs> just the surface what? level stuff. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, mm-hmm, right. Uh-huh. I love having small talk with you, mom. Gotta go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, she'll be on the phone with me for hours and like say ten times. Well, I guess I'll let you go. I'm not really talking about anything. And then I didn't want start nothing, talking about something but... else. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. I'm just like, mom. Huh. <laughs> okay. Gotta love them. <laughs> Gotta love them. I'll, I feel like literally all moms yeah, are like for that. Sure. So, yeah. like that. <laughs> all right. um, I'm gonna go eat some dinner because yeah, I haven't really eaten all day Sunday. either, and it's five o'clock. We've been on here yeah, forever. Food. <laughs> literally. Uh, but yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, it was lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much for coming on to talk to me today, and I hope the rest of your vlogmas goes well. And I hope you enjoy being a part Thank of my podcast. I definitely enjoy myself. Yay! Everyone go subscribe yes, to Emerald Monet. Yeah. And from two beautiful gems to you, stay sparkly. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs>